get that in your belly. I know, man. So I was like, but at the same time, I was so hungry. Oh, you gotta eat. Yeah, but now, now I feel. What's that term? Uh, it's from um, uh, Tombstone. Uh, uh, what's his face? Um, who's the main bad guy? Uh, Johnny Ringo, Johnny Ringo or... the guy who uh, the guy who uh, who ran his yeah the Powers Booth guy Powers Booth yeah yeah, yeah. remember when he walks out of that uh, I think he walks out uh, the the uh, saloon mm-hmm. he's at the, I think he's high on drugs or he's drunk or he's just totally drunk and he's looking up at the sky and he goes I feel capital I feel capital you know that's um, I do know that yeah. that is right that's when he accidentally kills the uh, the, what's it called the the sheriff the, the marshal yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah just before. Kurt Russell is going to turn his head into a canoe. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's, he's going to turn Clanton's, Clanton's head into a canoe. Head yeah, because yeah. Clanton's all... Yeah. all uh, Mr. Avatar. Yeah, Mr. Avatar. Yeah. So Steven what? Steven something. Uh, what was it? He's got a, he's got a good name. Steven yeah. something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really hardcore name. Uh, sure. Tombstone is uh, is super inaccurate. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah. super factually inaccurate. But it's like... Uh, but it, but, you know, but it, it makes up for it in, in entertainment value. In entertainment value. Yeah. It's to me the same as like when Dragon came out. Mm-hmm. Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, is a super fun movie. Oh yeah, but it's a hundred percent inaccurate. Oh yeah, as far as like actual Bruce Lee stuff goes. Yeah, it's it's like the Home Garden Network. You know, like the real estate is not exactly what they show on there, right? They have to like yeah. dramatize a little. <laughs> exactly. Bit. There's uh when they show you the house is a total mess. Yeah. It's like they're throwing kids' toys around, completely like fucking up the backyard. Mm-hmm. You got his name? I will get it right now. But um, man, the, the Home and Garden, ah. I've been watching the um Stephen the, Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah, there he, he is. Also from uh, uh, Hardway. Well, he shot Dillinger. Yeah, yeah, he's also in Hardway. Yeah, and he shot John Dillinger. And he shot John Dillinger. Yeah. He heard the last words of John Dillinger. Yeah. What did he say? I'm not telling because mm-hmm. nobody knows. Nobody knows. I like how he didn't tell because, like in real life, nobody fucking knows. Nobody fucking knows. At backside attack. At big save. Oh, that Let's was that was like I think we just did. We did the at side at backside attack thing. Oh yeah. Um, a little late in the in the general conversation. Yeah, well, let's let's put some meat on the bone then. Home and Garden Network. I can't do it, man. I uh, I watch those shows, and I've been like I was saying earlier. I watch that uh, Expandables. Yeah, and I'm even watching those those two the two people who do that that show because like the whole idea of that is you got that the one broad, you got the one bald dude, mm-hmm. and they go out there and they pitch an idea. Yeah, to the homeowners mm-hmm. who've got like just a, a shitty house. They've got a great house, but they're lazy as hell. But is, but is what it is. That's the that's the format for a lot of those shows. All of them. All of them. Basically, you find a homeowner who is super lazy, mm-hmm. just awful. Can mm-hmm. probably do a lot of this work themselves, or it just needs a clean up and a paint job. Yeah. And they get these two people come in. They throw like fifty grand at them, and then those two people come up with an idea. And they compete against like whose idea is going to win. Oh God. And in that show, I've noticed is the last. Cause I haven't watched it a lot. I say I've watched it maybe about like six months now because it's on in the daytime right before I get off to work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm watching the dude, I can't remember his name is, but the main guy who builds the house, he's getting more and more annoyed at the people whose houses he's building. Yeah. So right now he's just like calling their house, dump their face. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's got to get frustrating after a while, right? Yeah, but you, yeah, you can sensationalize any type of job or like any industry. Like, oh, look at the dirty jobs guy. Yeah, exactly. You can do it to anything. Look at, look, like, look at uh, the, like Home and Garden with the, the real, the real estate one with those guys from Vancouver. Oh, the brothers? Uh, okay, the those property brothers, right? Yep. Those guys, right? Okay, I'll, okay, I'll give at least those guys are not the face of they. They go in there, they do the hard work. I'll give them that, right? But like, there are a few that do that. Yeah, yeah they, but they're just a, they're victims of their of, of celebrity status, basically, right? That's why I think like, so. They're, I think they're, you're right. They're under like a microscope, basically, right? Uh, but uh, those guys from the ones from Vancouver, like they're just like, I'm like, it's so obvious it's fake. There's there's a few like that. Like who's yeah. the one who was on the Bachelorette? 
Oh, fuck. And yeah. you watch that, and they got a... I can't remember the name of the show. I don't watch those. So I can't remember, but I do know that she's on my there because my aunt them, watches yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So whenever we go over there, she's like, they're Canadian. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's our crap product. Yeah. I mean, they're in my aunt's in the States, if you don't know. I mean, out there. And she's like, look at them. They're Canadian. They're, you must like watching this show because they're Canadian. I'm like, no. no. In Canada, we don't fucking watch that show. No, That's know. for American. That's for American. That's, yeah. that's junk food that we feed you people. Yeah. Same way you give us friends, yeah. which is also garbage. Yeah. We give you this, which is garbage. Yeah. It's just, it, it, like, and they, they walk into a room like they've never been in there before. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, well, how do you think okay, there's a camera in that room when they open the door? Like, do you think they've never <laughs> been in there before? I love that. I love that point. It, it's it's ridiculous. I'm like, I'm like, you have to look at it. Like, how was that video made? They yeah. walk into it like, wow, this is incredible. Oh I love God. it when the uh, door opens up and it's the person who's going to do the work. It's like, this place is a dump. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you put the cameraman in there. Exactly. You told him where to stand to get your reaction. Oh, I got, yeah. I got something it, it, on that. It is actually. so fake. Like, like it's. I think it's I don't like like I hate on it obviously right but like yeah. that but generally speaking that's like my mom watches it and uh like so like sometimes when I go, if I'm sitting down with her I'll I'll catch it or whatever but mm-hmm. like by the same token it's like you see one of those uh like the one where like when they go to the island and the people are buying those island houses or whatever they're playing the oh yeah 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 okay the luxury like they're they're gonna buy it an Airbnb it or something yeah they're okay. gonna turn it into their okay. little those getaway are, those are totally fucking fake. Okay. 100%. 100%. Okay. Those are 100% fake because these people who are buying these houses, okay, they're like, okay, this one, oh, you know, uh, honey, it's only 1.5 million. Okay. You people look like uh, like the people who serve me this coffee. Okay. Like, okay? <laughs> Starbucks employee. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, no, I'm not knocking the people because, like, the people, the lady I bought this off owned the, owned the store, right? But, like, the, uh, but, yeah, like, you don't look like you're worth, like, fucking, like, $10 million. Well, okay, in their defense, I, now, number one, I agree that I don't think it's real. I think these are these are people who they're just, maybe they bought a, maybe they bought a place I, like that. I, I don't know. I, I think, math, I, I think like, uh, like mathematically speaking, odds are that it's fake. Odds are that it's fake. I yeah. do think it's fake. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what my point was. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I think it's fake. Okay, if it was any, if, if it was in the line of defending that that whole show. Oh no, it's about <laughs> people being people like looking like garbage when they're when they're rich. Yeah, I don't know a few people like that. I've known people who have money, but they just dress like shit. Okay, okay. Like, let me ask you this question then, right? Let's say if you were worth two hundred fifty million dollars. Yes. Okay? How would you dress? I would probably dress how I dress now. You would? I, yeah, I think so. You said I dress like garbage. I think I'm a stylish motherfucker. I didn't say I didn't say that. I, I said I, I was saying, would you change? Would, would you change? No, I'm I'm comfortable in what I wear right now. Okay. I I shop at Marshalls for my jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, plug to Marshalls, send us free shit. Uh-huh. Um, my shirts are all from Michaels. I buy these five dollars shirts at Michaels. I dress pretty much like a non-threatening, uh, well, non-threatening Casually. rich hobo. Yeah. I I dress like I if I, a hobo suddenly had money, but he was always a hobo, born into the hobo life. Mm-hmm. He's like, that t-shirt's pretty nice. This material's like the kind of thing I get married in. Yeah, I think I think if I put you in a $2,000 suit, I think you might go on a power trip. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I, th- I think that dressing casually, I think it suppresses your anger. It suppresses my rage. <laughs> your rage, you're wanting to like take over shit. <laughs> Man, I have, this is 10 years in the making of being yeah. as cool and chill as I am now. But if I, I don't think I could do that. I've never been like a money guy. Like I've never been impressed by people who have money. Mm-hmm. I've never, um, even when I had a little bit of cash in my pocket. Yeah. Not to say that I don't have now, but even when I did have a little bit, it wasn't like it doesn't. I'm not the kind of person that's changed by money. Yeah. I'm kind of disgusted by people that get changed by money, mm-hmm. and like putting somebody in, like dressing up. A, what do they say? Putting a pig in a suit. Yeah, he's still a pig. You're still a pig. Like you put me in a suit. This is what you get. You get this guy wearing nicer clothes. I kn- I know for a fact that if I if I was worth like 250 million dollars, I yeah. dr- I I dress. I would like. I just turn the volume up because I think I I dress okay, but I, I, th- I think you you appreciate fine clothing yes. you always have since yeah I've known you. yeah so i would just like turn the volume up that's crank that, it up that, crank it, not not in the sense of like i would spend like 
so much more money on like I'd buy mm-hmm. like different, but I'd buy like uh like I I'd, I'd look I would like like to look like really good all the time. Yeah, because I do it for myself. Then that's your own yeah, thing. Yeah, like that's that. a GSP thing, right? Yeah. If you look good, you feel good. You feel good. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's but that's that's my mode of thinking. Though. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I, I like I, I'm joking, obviously, but I do think uh, the stuff that I buy, I try to make sure I buy things that I like because they're comfortable and yeah. they last. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of always have the idea that you can find that stuff in places like Marshalls. Or in places like Walmart. Oh, hands down. If you just look hard enough. If you just buy like the random crap they have on the shelf, you're like, oh, I'm just going to pick this one up. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, no, just take a second because I think that's made of paper. I think that belt is cardboard. I don't think you should buy that. Yeah, like I would would rather buy like, let's say I'm going looking for t-shirts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't want to get like, I wouldn't go to my friend's store and spend pay like $120 for a a white, blank white t-shirt, right? Exactly. I would go to... I go to Uniqlo or something like that where I can get it for like 10 bucks. Yeah, and Uniqlo's or, got high quality stuff at decent prices. Yeah, exactly. So I, w- I would just go there. That is not an ad, but it's the truth. No, it's it's, it's, it's the truth. Or I go to Marshall's. I'm like, oh, you got, oh, there's five for 20 bucks? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Right? Ahead. I mean, yeah. like uh, like I said, it's a joke, but I'm not kidding. But I go down to, well, I don't. that doesn't even make sense. It's not a joke. I am not kidding. I go down to the Michaels there. Yeah. And uh, they've got, what happened? The bottom of your drink is not great? No, it's just very sweet. Oh, God. You put too, too much, much chocolate on it. But um, the Michaels, the the place that makes the arts and crafts and stuff, because I'm there a lot. I buy my easels, get my paintbrushes and crap that I do all my work with. Which one do you go to? I'm um, just the one in South Common. Okay, you know there's one on 17th, right? Yeah, I go to that one every now and okay. then too, because sometimes they don't have what I want. Oh, okay. And um, there's a there's a girl there who's always nice to me. She oh, actually right? knows what I'm looking for all the time. Like I I buy there enough that she kind of knows what my the stuff was that, yeah. that I buy, and she's like, I know what you need. To me, that, that's great. Like I like walking into a store and having a, a contact with somebody who uh, who knows what. I want before I want it. Yeah, I'm, like I go I, in there. I'm like I am the exact same way because you know why it takes, it takes the tr- it takes like the anxiety away from like wait. wait oh, wait. totally. I, I prefer it. That's like that's why I go to Best Buy. I sometimes I just pop in there mm-hmm. just to like walk around and say and just like say hello to like and say hi to those people because yeah, yeah. like um, yeah because like they 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 hook me up like crazy. they get you what you want yeah and they know your your tastes yeah they know what you're into dude there's a guy who um funny enough story on on the weekend there's a guy who works at London Drugs mm-hmm. who knows the camera gear that I like to use because yeah. I mean he knows exactly what I already have because I bought it from him mm-hmm. he was working an event uh that I actually it's kind of like I worked an event then I went to an event mm-hmm. and then I thought he's gonna be at both but he wasn't anyway he was at the second event. And he had all the gear that I was looking at when I was there last time. Mm-hmm. And he knew the gear that I already purchased from him the last time I was in. And next thing you know, I'm like, hey, yeah, cool, man. Nice gear. And he's like, did you buy the Sony? Like, that's the first thing out of his mouth. This is a dude who works at London Drugs who asked me if I bought that Sony. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I like that. I like walking into a shop yeah. that they already know what I want. And it's in his head enough to where he sees me at a function mm-hmm. where we're working. And he's like, did you buy that camera that we talked yeah. about? So, yeah, you got to have that in the oh, store. Oh, yeah, you... you- maintain those 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 contacts like those I, know, I know i know it's hard because like you know steel like, threads man yeah you have to like uh because they'll it pays off in the end because you know like it's not a fake relationship either because like those people at best buy it's, i say hi to everybody there like sadly a lot of pe- people there know me mm-hmm. and uh so it's kind of embarrassing going there with people um but uh yeah like when my the tv that i was eyeballing for like almost like for six months mm-hmm. basically right uh yeah, they said like when it went on sale, they, got, they they took it down even more, and they're like, yeah, you know what, uh, your, your, your. Well, uh, you get the inside of deals. Yeah, the, the cal- calibration costs you forty bucks, but the price is one hundred and fifty, whatever it is. Yeah, and yeah, they they totally took care of me, and then I was like, yeah, you know what, the, there's a, because re- like, like those because especially those kind of things that are that are not cheap, you might as well save where you can. Yeah. Man, that, that's a huge one because like those are big ticket items, and if you've got an insider deal, 
in a place that you can get a big ticket item and maybe you're not going to get a huge break on the price, but yeah. you're going to get all those little things, the calibration stuff, the, uh, the, the warranty, the warranty. Yeah, man. The warranties are they're They're helpful. I would recommend everybody get the warranty. <laughs> I will. I will say this because my TV just went on the fritz. This uh, one? Not this one. This okay. one's fine. I, I picked up an El Cheapo upstairs mm-hmm. from Best Buy. Yeah. I did not get the warranty oh. and I got to deal with Samsung. And, oh, uh, Samsung, that's yeah, yeah. Samsung's uh, they're not fun to deal with. No, they're 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 uh, we call online and stuff. We call them and say like, yeah, but this is broken. This is this, this, and this. And you're like, yeah. oh fuck. You're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna throw it away. Or whatever. <laughs> I'm just gonna fold it up like paper garbage. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to and put it in the trash. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to the Eco Depot and just like just forget about it. Oh god, I it's, I, it's I can't rough. stand that. Yeah, because that's why like when I bought when I bought that that Samsung, I was like, uh, I was like, it's a nice TV. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but like. Uh, Colors were so saturated, like it was so bright. Because, so, like you know, we normally people watch TV during the nighttime, right? They don't yeah. watch it during the daytime because you do, you should be working or, or going to the gym. You should them. have a job. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, so you should be like, like even then, like daytime television. Why the hell do you want to watch it? And, hey, Montel's uh, still on, isn't he? Montel's good daytime TV. Is Montel still on? I don't know. I feel like I feel like this week I've been ma- not not to like get away from your point, but this yeah. week I've been I've been making jokes that are dating me. Like I made a joke about the fall guy. Nobody got it. Now I'm talking about Montel. I don't think anybody knows. I don't think it's even on anymore. Well, I know he's still like socially active. Well, that's good. That's like, good enough. Uh, for yeah, because but yeah. So I, anyway, I, I, back to your point about the TV. Nobody yeah. should watch TV in the daytime. Yeah, you should, watch, you should have a job. You should, yeah, you should be watching it at night. So if you're gonna be watching TV at night, you should want you want to have a TV that has like perfect blacks. Yeah. Because like you know, because then you'll see like the the uh, like for uh, you know like if it's backlit. Then like you're gonna see like uh, but if something is supposed to be black and there's something white against it, mm-hmm. you're gonna see like the the grayness and the white like bleed into the into the black, right? Well, it'll have that kind of grayish yeah, exactly. faded. So yeah, so like, but the good thing about LGs is that since they are um, they're OLEDs or LEDs, like yeah, they'll uh, the pixels will turn on and off, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll get truly like when that when it's black, that pixel will be completely off. Did you buy a smart TV? Yeah. Is it smart? Is it wired up? It's uh. Did it's, you did you like Ethernet cable that thing, or did you plug it into your Wi-Fi? I uh yeah it's fully like it's fully decked out. Does it have a camera? No. Oh good because yeah. the FBI just put out a warning and said don't do that shit. Yep. The FBI said your TV is spying on you. Yeah, it, it's um the TV is actually and I actually just got an update to it um because uh, it's probably spying on you. Actually, no, you know what it is? Hmm. You'll actually appreciate this. Um, it's uh the update is actually for uh G Sync. Oh, get out! So for your phone, for your computer. Oh, for your computer. So now you can do. You can do uh, computer gaming on yeah, it for like uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's AMD. I think it is, but I'm not sure who the, who's the leading. Uh, well, Nvidia's got GeForce. And yeah, GeForce. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. So you can play. So you can, for PC oh, gaming. Oh, I thought it was like computer. the LG Sync thing they do with the smart TV. Like the LG here, my old phone, mm-hmm. just like straight up knew what it was, what was going on. Oh yeah, no, yeah. This is like uh, this is like GeForce. This is yeah. This yeah, is so like, it, it helps with um uh it helps with uh it makes like uh PC gaming on your on your TV. It updated it, so it actually mm-hmm. looks. It's not. You like, now have that. Yeah, well, it won't be like it won't be as good as a gaming monitor, obviously, right? But like, uh, it'll be. It's it, they made it so it's actually like. Well, that's pretty cool. As close as they can get it. I don't. I don't think I know exactly what you're talking about. If it's not G, I know GeForce uses like off offsite servers. To like, make, you're basically using somebody else's PC to play yeah, your game. Yeah, I, I can. I can show it to you afterwards. But yeah. like, uh, and all the the good thing is all the ports on the back, all the HDMI ports are two point one. Mm. Well, that's pretty cool. So it's kind of future proofed as well. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like no one's. I don't like. Well, refresh rates and yeah, because I'm not sure. Like, like 8K is not going to be like 8K is garbage. It's not. It's like way, way off. I I still say spending money on 4K right now 
is still almost a waste of your money for the average person. Like for you, you're a TV fan, you're you're a video file, you like all the uh, the Blu-rays, the 4K Blu-rays. Yeah, if you, yeah, because if you're not, if you're gonna take advantage of the 4K, yeah, then do it. Then do it. But yeah. right now, for the average buyer, like for the average person out there who's just I don't know, like a, like a mid fifties housewife who just wants a TV for the bedroom. Yeah. Don't get suckered into 4K if you don't know what that. If you if you have to ask the question, what's 4K? Then don't buy a 4K yeah. TV. You know what the thing is, is that it's very rare that you can buy like a non 4K TV. I think now what you should be doing is like, don't get like uh like for me right like like don't like don't get my TV for example right yeah you're gigantic get, yeah don't get super future proofed yeah don't get a don't get a C9 for example right get mm-hmm. a lower model right because they're cheaper because if you're just gonna be watching like just regular cable on it and stuff it's gonna like look that, like shit you're not yeah you're not gonna like you're not gonna be using utilizing the what the TV can do right but yeah. you're, you're just gonna be watching like regular cable Wheel of Fortune all that shit then don't, then get get a, get the cheapest model you can yeah just like dirt cheap last year's clear out. Because the truth is, it's going to look like shit. There's yeah. too many pixels on the screen. Yeah. And you're going to be blowing up your 1080p and you're going to be like, why does my TV look crappy? Mm-hmm. This does not look good as my TV upstairs. Yeah. Because your TV upstairs is a 1080 and this is pumping into 720 into a 1080. It's all technical jargon. It but is. essentially, you're just, you're magnifying shit and it's going to look like crap and you're, you're going to waste your time buying a 4K. Yeah. It's, and it, 4K is a very misleading term. It's actually like 300, it's 3,890. Yeah. It's not it even really like 4K. No, it's just, it's 390, it's 3,890 8, 3, or something like that lines across and then uh, 20, 2,190 down or something like that. Yeah, it's the same thing on your phone. Like, if yeah. you look at your phone and look at what your resolution is set at, yeah. well, on most, like, Samsungs, yeah. that's what it actually is. Yeah. It's like, it's not really a true, like, true 4K doesn't really exist yet. No, cause, yeah, because, like... Uh, I mean, well, at least on a home theater device. Yeah, like, what you should, like, what I, I think what the reason I, I like, because I had a 4K TV before, and, like, all 4K TVs have, like, the same clarity, basically, mm-hmm. right? Um depending upon how fast your processors are, right? But like the the reason why if you want to get a 4K TV, like a, a good one, is because you want color vibrancy. Because mm-hmm. you want HDR. Dolby Vision, whatever it is, you want yep. HDR. But like, yeah, that's that's about it. Yep. That's pretty much it. Yep. And even even that that barely matters, man. Because like, nobody's really doing HDR right. As far as I'm concerned, HDR is still, in my mind, is still a gimmick. It, it doesn't... As a photographer, as a person who's into creating content, mm-hmm. I don't like TVs that output... Like a forced HDR. I don't like that idea. I don't like when you turn your phone to HDR because I'm not making certain content to do that. Like it, there's, a, there's, it's a it's mis, kind of, it's, kind it's like a, a misleading terminology. It's, it's kind of like an upscaler, right? Like, it is. Yeah. Well, not really. It's like, but it, but it, for, it forces on content that it doesn't have it in the first place, right? Yeah. So like real HDR, if you look at true HDR photography, what they, what they used to do, essentially it's just different layers of the same image. Um, to create an image in layman's terminology make it really basic look it up and you'll basically learn that 4k is multiple images combined to make one image that's what it is that way you can kind of get like the highest contrasts. you can get like really cool you'll get very cool effects in your background if you do it right you just saturate colors you desaturate colors Mm -hmm. contrast and kind of layer it all together so again super layman but like just take a look at what it is what true hdr is in a photograph and you kind of can't really do that properly in in video to give me an HDR image on the screen. All it's really doing is blurring out one layer, then layering it over the, like it'll take your image that you're looking at, your video, and shoot like two images on. It'll oversaturate one image, then blur it a little bit, and then layer it on top of a sharper image. Mm-hmm. And then that's what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's how El Cheapo programs make 4K, mm-hmm. or make uh, HDR, sorry. And then it's making you look at the screen that looks like it's glowing a little bit, but it's smoother and it looks all kind of like, eh, like Photoshoppy. It's just, it's not how a filmmaker wants you to watch their film. Mm-hmm. If it's not like nobody's creating HDR content for you to look at on your, on your TV screen, you know, uh, Christopher McQuarrie and these guys who did like uh, what was that? The mission impossible. 
the fallout was that was that the one where they went like him and tom cruise went on uh oh, i think it's fallout they made like a youtube it, was, yeah, it definitely was the last one yeah fallout. they made a youtube video to tell you hey when you watch our movie this is how you should be watching this these are the settings these are the settings turn off your hdr turn off your 60 frames or your refresh rate your 120 refresh rate mm-hmm. watch it like we made it because mm-hmm. you're fucking up my vision yeah is essentially what they did right mm-hmm. So that's that's what I don't like about like HDR on a TV. I still think it's gimmicky. I still think it's crap. I, to me, it's no. It's just a new thing. Like 3D was big a few years ago. Mm-hmm. We got to push out all these 3D oh, TVs. 3D is just. And now HDR is like the shake, the head shake you're doing with 3D. That's what I do when I hear HDR. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like turning on the HDR setting on like Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Like I think Christopher Nolan would kick you in the balls mm-hmm. if you were in the room with him. Like, should a hey, Chris? Hey, Chris, should I watch this with the HDR setting on? Mm-hmm. He'd ask you, hey, turn, turn to the right, just a little bit. Wham! Right in the nuts. <laughs> Just like full shin contact, right to the right to the taint. Yeah. Because like nobody is making that content to be watched the way that your TV is putting it out there. Well, you just uh, you just killed my hopes for my TV. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you know what? Your TV probably still shows high quality content the way it was meant to be created by the creator. The way the way it's meant to be viewed by the creator. Yeah, it's like it's uh, um, it's definitely like uh, like when I was watching. Uh, yeah, when I was watching Dunkirk. Dunkirk in 4K. Yeah. Was, HDR. Yeah, so I, I watched on my, my very old 4K TV, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, yeah, it, it looks... Um, it looks good enough. It looks, yeah, it, look, it looks good, right? But then I watched it uh, the, on well, my new TV, and uh, it looks... Uh, it's just so much more clear. It's yeah. more vibrant. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, especially like the... Like, well, technology gets better. Yeah, like we are watching the... Uh, like the, Especially the aerial scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, you see like... Uh, like I, I paused it on uh, like... Uh, because one one guy showed me like uh, he showed me a demo uh, while I was at Best Buy that I paused it on that same screen, mm-hmm. and you can see, actually, and I did it up on my old TV, and birds were like, were, were you couldn't see birds in that in the in that same scene, and then when you when I went out on my old TV, I I paused it, and then there you could see the birds clearly. They're not pixelated at all. Yeah, and I was like, holy crap! And he's and he's like, yeah. He goes, that's he goes, that's the difference. That's beauty. Yeah, that's that's a. That's a beauty right yeah. there, pal. He goes, that that's that's um, that's that's your the the A2 intelligent IQ processor. He yeah. goes, yeah, that's why because it'll pick up all those details. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, if you're looking for clarity and uh, and and the, the and the I just like the, the vibrancy of the colors. He's like, yeah, that's what these new TVs can do. That's um that it's not it's not nearly the same at all. But that reminds me of when I was listening to Apocalyptica. Uh, I I can't I think it's the second album. What's this? Inquisition, not Inquisition Symphony. That's Cult is the second one, right? I think Cult is the second one. Well, Cult is the second big one. The, the Metallica no, yeah, by that, four that, that was their yeah, that, that was their second big one. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe Cult is their second one that was really just a lot of new stuff. I think there's like um, there's a lot of different 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 bands in it more mm-hmm. than just like Metallica stuff. But there is, I think it's Toriador or one of the one of the songs on that one of the tracks on that uh, on that album, and you listen to it on a CD with my wonderful Zenith Allegro speakers here from the 70s, which are still friggin' unbelievable. I fucking love Zenith. So uh, I had them playing on here, and there's like a little flourish in the middle when one of the cellists, I think it might be the guy who's doing like the, the drums at the time, when he just does this little little like like flicker with mm-hmm. his fucking, uh, with his with his bow there, and he can hear it against the strings. And like when you're listening to it on the CD, it just like, it melts your, your brain, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was driving along, and I had my MP3 plugged into my car. Mm-hmm. This is like when MP3 plugins and aux inputs first showed up. Yeah. And like like 2000, for me anyway, the first one that showed up for me in a car, I was like, like a 2002 Cavalier. Mm-hmm. Got it plugged in there. I got my new car, my freaking new speakers, plugged it in, cranked it. I'm driving along. I couldn't hear it. I'm like, what What happened there? What's going on? So I rewinded the red light, 
play it again, can't hear it. Like, I, am I going crazy? Because mm-hmm. I clearly remember there being like this little chill going yeah. on there and I can't hear it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine who, who at that time knew way more about audio than I did. And he's like, it's an MP3. MP- MP3s suck. Essentially, MP3s are garbage. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, all the stuff you don't need because your brain doesn't pick up right away gets eliminated. Sound frequencies, waves get eliminated yep. on MP3s. Yeah. That way it saves like space, mm-hmm. essentially. So you can put 50,000 songs yeah, they're all on comp- two gigs. Yeah, because they're all compressed. It's all compressed. Mm-hmm. So it's all gone. So in my head, I was like, this is, this is horseshit. <laughs> and everything after that was like wave format, right? Yeah. So like I'd give music to somebody who's like, no album artwork, no information. Like, why? I'm like, it's all wave format. It's all wave format. One song yeah. is 10 gigs. Yeah. Fucking deal with it. High quality music. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, why'd you give me 16, 16, 16 one gig sticks? I'm like, yeah. that's the new album. That's the new album. It's 16 songs. Here are 16 sticks. I don't know, listen to all this shit because it's the only way to listen to it. Yeah, 15 Blu rays. There you go. They have 15 Blu rays for like, it's one chapter per Blu ray. And I was, I was so angry. But that, that TV thing is that, that's my. That's my MP3 type story. Yeah, exactly. Where just like, God, I got so angry. And I realized that. I was like, you know what? I'm never putting anything on MP3 ever. Yeah. I was doing like on the uh, on my old Mac. That thing was, it was the 2009 iMac. had like 650 gigs in the hard drive, which at that time was huge, right? Oh, I had the same computer, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was like massive. The one that's here sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like 20 songs on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 20 songs on the hard drive is full. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- th- those Macs were like, they when they first came out, you're like, holy shit. They, like, they look so cool, right? Oh, yeah. Then afterwards, you're just like after a couple after a while, I'm just like mine just started crapping out. I'm like this thing is so it's garbage. It's garbage. I'll tell you what. If I knew now what I knew th- what I didn't know then, if mm-hmm. I was going into that store and I saw myself in the past, I was like, oh, oh, saves. Stop! Don't buy that Mac, dude. It's it's all looks and no function yeah. at all. Yeah, they're not they're not hype. Would you buy a new one? Oh no, that's the last Mac I bought. That was the last Apple device I bought until mm-hmm. my iPad, which is actually phenomenal. Yeah. So the the iPad iPad Pro is actually like an amazing machine, which this thing, iPad which Pro's is like two awesome. years old, yeah. is already more powerful than the 2011 or 2013 iMac at its peak power performance wise. This thing this thing's already better than that one. Yeah, because I've been using one of those for work with a uh, with a friend of mine, and that thing is just it's awful. Oh yeah, I remember like I got a I remember the when I it was nearing the end of the uh, its lifetime. Um, I put a I put a 2009. Yeah, the, this, no. yeah, it was the yeah. I think we're on there. Yeah, it was the same one that you had. And uh, so I put a, I put the DVD, I had a DVD slot in the side on the right hand side of the screen, right. So I stuck it. I I, I put a DVD in there to rip it, and uh, I couldn't get it out. Oh God! And so I was like, no physical buttons. No physical buttons. <laughs> I, 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 press, I kept pressing the eject button. I'm like, Nothing. why isn't this fucking thing working? And then uh, uh, I like how the eject was like, fuck you. Yeah. So then, yeah. It bur- <laughs> so it burned the DVD. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So I kept pressing the eject button. Then I on the on my it was, I think it was using titanium ripper or something like that to mm-hmm. like uh, to to copy something. And then I just kept uh, doing that. And then it it, it it got stuck in there. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm like, this thing's useless. Yeah. You have to undo the screen. Yep. Or undo the entire thing. Yeah, and then suction cup that screen out. Exactly. So I just couldn't. Uh, I was like, okay, what do I do? Do I like if, if I take this to Apple, it's gonna cost me. I might as well just buy a new computer. D- you're better off. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Just get rid of it. So I, t- I just tossed it. That, probably your best bet, man. Yeah. I mean, like, the thing is paperweight now, anyway. Oh, yeah. However, excuse me. This um like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Surprisingly, funny enough, the reason it's kind of back now, I uh, I reinstalled Snow Leopard. Mm-hmm. I took the entire OS out. Um, wipe the wipe the hard drive. Uh, well, I didn't take the OS out. I wiped the hard drive and put Snow Leopard in and just rebooted it from from scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, rebuilt the partition and just put in. Uh, this put is on in your Snow iMac? Leopard on my iMac. Yeah. And 
Snow Leopard on that thing right now as it sits is just lightning quick again. So are you still using that thing? or I use it for certain things. So like if I'm watching a podcast or Netflix, like I mean, Chrome is out of date. Like it won't update anymore. Yeah. Uh, Safari is super duper slow. But I had all that taken off onto a stick first. So I put the, the DMGs onto like a little thumb drive first. Mm-hmm. So I reinstalled the latest versions. Um, some went, some didn't. Yeah. But everything that did go, like um, iTunes went, just no problem. Uh, iMovie showed up, no problem. GarageBand, I'm missing some files, so I can't really put that back on. But I've got GarageBand on here. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I missed about it was editing. Uh, was making movies on uh, on iMovie, just editing and oh, just, yeah. like, just creating like just taking like a bunch of like uh, stupid home videos that my friends and I mm-hmm. shot, and then just like loading them all on the, in there. And a just, lot of fun. I loved it. It's so much fun. It just I'll te- tell you, man. It teaches you basic editing skills. I had oh yeah. yeah, iMovie is great. Yeah. I mean, I was um, I did Final Cut Pro on that one, and I was always uh, an Adobe guy. Uh, Premiere, at that time I was using Premiere 5, yeah. Premiere Pro 5, which is my go-to still for a lot of stuff, 5.5. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoy that program. Um, I don't want to go to 6 and pay money for a subscription, and now I'm on Resolve. Mm-hmm. But having used Resolve and Premiere and iMovie and Final Cut Pro, mm-hmm. for ease of use for a beginner filmmaker, mm-hmm. you can't beat iMovie. No. It's a, it's a very simple timeline editor. It shows you how to use it properly. How to, it, it gives you all the basic functions, but when you walk into a bigger program, you're like, oh, I'm familiar. I yeah. can learn this new program yeah. now. Or I'm like, I'm like, oh, wow, I can do this now with this. Like, yeah. It's like, you're like, wow, these tools are more more powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a learning curve, obviously, right? But oh, like, yeah, yeah. For it, anything. But it's uh, it's it's very seamless, like uh, the uh, yeah. movie. It's like, I didn't know what, how to do anything. I was just like, you know, what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to edit this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this fun. I'm going to make a, an opening Star Wars crawl. And then, like, make sure the music is set to it. Uh and then after that, you're just like, wow, this make the, the, I, okay, I know where audio goes. Yep. I know how to cut this. I know how to, like, if I'm going to read, copy a frame and just like put it somewhere else. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know what? It's, it's copying a page. It's like working with a Word document almost. It, you know what? Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely not wrong at all. It is the same way you would think about using a text editor. Yeah. Really, the actual brain function and your your physical movements on the, on the keyboard, mouse, and all that crap is really no different. Like cut, copy, paste, move this here, move that there. Yeah. Moving like words around a screen without mm-hmm. actually typing things. Yeah. It's it's a very similar like brain function. So if you can yeah, if you can use a word document editor, mm-hmm. um, you can kind of teach yourself to use like a timeline editor editor. Yeah, because like that's how um uh like when I, when you're talking about how uh, cr- like uh you want to make sure that like uh when you're talking about like a cr- like creator's content, right? Let's yeah. say if you're making a movie or something, let's say you were making Mission Impossible, right? Let's mm-hmm. say you were in the editing room. And you're doing like uh no, I wish yeah no I really don't that would have been a nightmare well like th- well you know like when you're when people are that's the one thing that kind of like uh, when I'm looking at it uh, it kind of like it's very like uh, when I look at it I'm like wow that looks kind of hard to do is like when you're doing color corrections editing? when you're doing the editing process right mm-hmm. we want to make sure like this scene if you're shooting like uh, let's say you're shooting like an ice field for example right? yeah and you were doing the when you're doing the color correction on it right so they have like the RGB whatever it is and then you uh, it has that graph you can pull like mm-hmm. that's for me that's that's the intimidating part. It's um, it is, but like the best, the best way to get better is just have a lot of footage that you don't give a fuck about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or copies of stuff. Like, I mean, they like have multiple copies of your files. Obviously, yeah. these days it's easier, right? Yeah. And throw it in there and just play around with it. Mm-hmm. And then when you, I a big one I tell people to do too is like you got your phone in your hand. If you've moved your um your gammas or you've moved your saturation, your RGB, or maybe you're playing around with like white balance or you're you're adjusting your balances. A really great way to go is when you like something, just take a photo of it. Yeah. Take a photo right away. So your settings are there. Or take a screenshot. Mm-hmm. So then you have multiple screenshots. And the most important thing I can tell anybody who's going to get into video editing or, or learning how to do it is um like label your shit properly. Label all your stuff really well. 
keep your keep your files somewhere where your computer knows they are, so you're not mm-hmm. like hunting around from all the time. Yeah. But labeling, man, labeling is just is, it's number one. Whether it's the kitchen, whether it's your fridge, or whether it's like, yeah, man, it's like label labels, that shit. <laughs> labels are so important. I mean, and proper file names. Mm-hmm. Like I know a guy who like yeah, I'll ask him for footage if we're if we're working together, and he'll send me things like um. Like, uh, for example, like BSFW, he'll label it BSFW uh, number two, final, three, two, final, final. And I'm like, I don't know. That doesn't do shit for me. Like, you have too many, like, all the things are episode two, final, final version. Mm -hmm. Episode two, final, final version. This time I mean it. I'm like, look, I need you to just get rid of all the ones that you don't mean it with. Mm -hmm. Erase them all. Put them in your recycle bin and fucking hit empty. Mm -hmm. And then give me the one that you want labeled properly that's it and if it's a work in progress wip WIP, yeah. just wip that shit yeah. so i know it's a work in progress and then when you make it don't give me final wip mm-hmm. you know your wip is your is your file make a copy of it put it away somewhere mm-hmm. so that at least now you know what you're doing you can kind of go back to it yeah but like working with video editors who don't who don't label shit properly is oh, yeah, just yeah. it's the because i was that guy because time is money you have time to- is money yeah i was that guy like 12 13 years ago mm-hmm. when i was getting into it and then i learned how to not be that guy mm-hmm. And now I'm not that guy. Yeah. So working with a guy who's my age at my skill level or better than I am who can't label his shit right, mm-hmm. you just you just you just want to choke him. Yeah. You just want to like grab them by the carotid and just squeeze <laughs> it with like the 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 basis of your hands just so the blood stops and then let it go. So all the blood comes back and like, not, did we not, learn? Yeah. Not even the artery, just the carotid. <laughs> just the carotid. Squeeze that shit. Squeeze that shit. Just squeeze that shit a little bit. <laughs> oh, going back to to what's it called? The um, maybe it's like the home improvement shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's fake. Yeah. I started watching the rest. I think I'm into episode three now oh. of that um, that wrestling. What was it? The the Dark Side of the Ring. On, oh yeah, on the how's that going? There. Yeah, it is just getting better and better. It was killing of Bruiser Brody. Uh, the last episode. Really, man. Like I've been a Bruiser Brody guy. I know you mentioned that. Yeah, I talk about like a, a Brody and Hanson. Like yep. they don't they don't even talk about Stan Hansen in this episode. Mm-hmm. But like Hansen and Brody, uh, the way we're, like when Luke Harper and Eric Rowan showed up mm-hmm. with the Wyatt family in this like most recent, like not most recent, but in like current era WWE. Yeah, two of them were like Hanson and Brody in a certain way, and uh, Luke Harper is very much like a like a Bruiser Brody type. Yeah. So for me, I was like all jazzed already. And then to like watch a documentary about fucking Bruiser Brody straight up getting murdered in Puerto Rico. Mm. Like it is phenomenal. Like to see all the players who were there, like Dutch Mantel, Tony Atlas. Tony these, Atlas. Oh man. Legend. Legendary yeah. Tony Atlas. But um What a name. Great name. Yeah. Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. He was the uh, Mr. America. Yeah. Phenomenal. He's the Rock's dad's tag team partner. Okay, when, okay, when you hear the word name Atlas, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? The world on your back. The gigantic, I mean, even the, the, what's it called? I think the UFC logo, in a way, has that too, right? The guy holding the planet up? Yeah, mine is. Hmm. Is uh, from Astro Boy. Oh, At- little Atlas. Yeah, Astro Boy's yeah. brother. That's the first thing I think of when I think Atlas. Well, the, the iconic hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> the iconic robot hairstyle. Yeah, and then he has a unibrow that's like... <laughs> yeah, he's got with the, the little, like, peak. Yeah. The unibrow is almost like, uh, what are they called? Like, what was the ships? The Vulcans? Yeah, the Vul- yeah. No, the- no, not the Vulcans. Uh, the Klingons. The Klingons, yeah. yeah the, war- the, the, the Warbirds. Warbirds. Yeah, it reminds me of Warbird. Yeah, because uh, you unlike about... Uh, 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 what's his face? What I loved about Atlas is that he's uh he was like Magneto. Oh yeah, he wasn't he wasn't like a bad guy or a good guy. He just had a plan. Yeah, he had a plan. He's like and he's and like, he's gonna the betterment of robot kind. Yeah, he's like this is what you guys did to us. He's like there's a fucking price to pay. There's a price to pay. Yeah. Oh man. Oh well, anyway, but uh yeah, yeah it's great. That's man. totally off track. But it's I, totally off track. Actually, you know what? You know like uh, actually, there's one thing that I started watching now. Hmm. 
so we officially. Oh, no, no, not really. My point was the whole real or fake thing. Mm-hmm. How um, they didn't take the investigation seriously mm-hmm. at the time because they didn't know if it was real or fake. Like when he got stabbed. See, Bruiser Brody was so gong show. Like he was, his character was just such a maniac. Oh, yeah, maniac. Yeah. Like he would walk in the ring. Like yeah, he influenced a bunch of wrestlers too. Like Hercules Hernandez. Uh, he influenced the Berserker. Yeah. All these guys who like remember Berserker would hold his wrist into the Huss thing. Huss. Huss. He was a big Viking wrestler. The I love that. He he got that gimmick from Bruiser Brody. Mm-hmm. That was Brody's thing. And like when you think about real top level like hardcore monster heels in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Until he died, Brody was the man. Yeah. He was just a maniac. Yeah. He's like the Keith Moon of like... Uh, <laughs> oh, of wrestling, wrestling, man. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's making sounds out of those out of those pads that you don't expect to, to yeah. happen. Oh, and yeah. It was phenomenal. So in Puerto Rico, when he got stabbed, and it was... Uh, what's it called? Invader. When, when Invader stabs him. Yeah. The authorities didn't know that he was just a normal dude. Because like at this point, the the they hadn't raised the curtain on wrestling. I have yeah. the kayfabe or a oh, worker yeah. shoot. But the thing is, like, it's like crying wolf. It's like you do it. It's like you you want to sell the the exactly not the fakeness, but like for lack of the better character, term, the character, right? You you want to sell that so hard, right? They go okay, we we focus on like you know people we have blood because they can cut up off the hairline and stuff like that. So when they hear about like a stabbing or like there's a blood everywhere, they'll be like ah, this is part of the the wrestling. Well, it wasn't that. But they, they thought that he was actually a maniac. See, mm-hmm. Brody would go into the stands and wave a chain around. Mm-hmm. He would he would straight up legit smack people in the audience oh yeah i'm just saying in a general like you know like, in a general it's, way it's, yeah. it's like it's kind of like crying wolf it's like you're like in a way yeah. yeah you do like you push the envelope as much as you can but once you take one step over mm-hmm. no one's going to believe you that it's that it's part of the act exactly well yeah. in this case they they didn't they didn't even know there was they, an act there was there was an act yeah, they didn't exactly. even realize yeah. there was an act yeah i mean when the cops showed up they were like well what happened and everybody at that point it was almost like a conspiracy mm-hmm. tony atlas knew what happened dutch mantel knew what happened yeah uh to an extent we think that maybe abdullah the butcher knew what happened but the crowd didn't. Another are, psycho. Another psychopath. Yeah. Um, but the cops, the, in their mind, like, well, he's a fucking psychopath. Mm-hmm. He's he's punching people in the crowd. He's waving a chain around. I mean, he would go into the crowd waving a chain and people would just get out of the way because it was like, you didn't know what this maniac was going to yeah, do. Exactly. Six foot eight, 300 pounds, like just stone jacked monster with the crazy hair and the beard yeah, he makes, swinging a chain around yeah he makes like uh he makes psycho sid look like dr phil exactly yeah. exactly right i yeah. mean psycho sid was a normal dude and we all knew it yeah. psycho sid probably quaked at bruiser brody because yeah. bruiser brody was legit maniac maniac and um the cops said well if he was such a maniac obviously when invader stabbed him it was self-defense mm-hmm. must have been self-defense yeah because the guy's a maniac mm-hmm. so it was weird to watch that like in 88 when we kind of were getting old enough you know like 11 12 years old we kind of knew that now wrestling might be it might not be all real right yeah. and these are adult men in positions of authority that had no, no idea. idea no idea yeah. what was going on jesus god it was just it was magnificent this documentary series uh this dark side of the ring mm-hmm. I, I missed it the first time around, and now watching it, it is just insane. It's so good. Mm. The next one is um, the Von Erichs. Oh, shit. Which is huge, man, because if you, people don't know, the Von Erichs were like the Hart family they were the of Hart, Texas. Yeah, that's right. But way more tragic. Way more, yeah. I mean, like, Carrie Von Erich lost a foot and kept rustling. I mean, they all killed themselves. Oh, yeah, they all had gangrene, and like, yeah, they were just like... It was, yeah. it's some rough shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would I would say if anybody does not know about the Von Erich family, mm-hmm. and like, if they don't know who Texas Tornado was, yeah. Modern Day Warrior, Texas Tornado. Texas Tornado, yeah, that's right. Um, they should definitely not Google search it, and they should watch the documentary and then learn more about it. Mm-hmm. Like, because that would open up a whole... Th- I have no idea what they're going to talk about, but Kevin Von Erich's in it. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin Von Erich's in it, because I think I saw his face in the, in the, the promo. 
Okay. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty wild to see what he has to say because so far it's like everybody except for actual current WWE staff. Mm-hmm. I mean Bruce Pritchard's been there, mm-hmm. Brother Love. Yeah. Uh, he's been there, but nobody else from the WWE has been in the show yet. Active members of WWE, like Mick Foley, does his bit, but he's yeah. Mick Foley. He's Mick Foley. He can do what he wants. Yeah. But um, nobody else who's actually involved, like Vince, has not done anything. Bret Hart's done stuff. He he talked about the uh, the Montreal Screwjob episode before this, which is great. But Sean uh, Sean Michaels didn't. Mm-hmm. So it'll be something to see, man. Yeah. The uh... it was great to see. I'm I'm rambling. It was great to see Scott Hall talk about how he thinks the entire thing was a work, though. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, because was... that's like one of the greatest conspiracy theories oh, yeah. in the history of wrestling. Hands down, it is. Yeah. Next to the pipe bomb and this, mm-hmm. like in modern wrestling, it's like there was the Montreal Screwjob and the CM Punk pipe bomb. Yeah. And people don't, people still don't think either one was fake, and they think it's real. Something it's real, and some are fake. It's ah, it's phenomenal. I don't know. I, I think the Montreal screw job was a was real. You think it was real? I believe it's real. See, okay, so I, do you, I okay, because like, do you think cameras were on at just the most opportune moment to catch what happened in the, in, in the back room when when Bret Hart was talking to like Shawn Michaels? Well, wrestling like, with shadows mic'd him up. Yeah, they, they, he said like, remember he asked me, he's like, uh, Sean, were you in on that? Yeah, and then he's like, no, man. I, I swear to God, brother, I had no idea. I had no idea. I had, I had no, no idea. idea. And but but uh, and then. Uh, Shawn Michaels talked about it on the podcast, yeah, Stone Cold podcast. Yeah, and Bret Hart said, Bret Hart basically after that, Bret Hart said, he goes, "I don't." Basically, his it is he, he had his mind made up. He's like, "I don't believe you." I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy it at all. Well, he um, if if I'm not wrong, I think it was on the Stone Cold podcast when Shawn Michaels talked about how somebody had to be the fall guy. Somebody had to be the guy who says, "I'll I'll take the heat for this. We'll do it like this, like before the show started." So he's a victim of circumstance. Um, well, according to him. He's not so much a victim of circumstance. Everybody thought they got to take the belt off of Brett. Oh, so yeah. So like, so okay. Sorry. Continue. Okay. Go so ahead. the whole yeah. thing start really the whole the whole problem with the Montreal screw job starts when I think it's Luna Vachon, right? So first it's Scott Hall and Kevin Nash go to WCW, mm-hmm. and they show up. Speaking of which, Luna Vachon was the person I was the lady I used was a wrestler I used in W in the that uh, that video game. Like, uh, oh no, it wasn't it was Medusa. Wait, hold hold on. Let me. I, I got right? Yeah, she, she was that. Uh, she's the blonde, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me uh, let me do a quick a quick searchy search here. Who it was with the belt? Yeah, I mean, like, it was that know. Raw game. It was like, and then you you had the Royal Rumble. I always chose I, I chose Luna Vachon. Let's take a look here. So, um, no, it wasn't Luna Vachon. It was uh, who, what's her name? Ah, Medusa. Me- was it Medusa after that? Medusa WWE. What, um, what, yeah. what, what years was she active? Yeah, it was Medusa. It was uh, Alundra Blaze, not Luna Vachon. Yeah, okay. Alundra right. Blaze is the belt. Mm-hmm. So she was the women's champion. Mm-hmm. Now, you've already got Scott Hall and Kevin Nash going to WCW, kind of almost in character mm-hmm. as WWE guys. Mm-hmm. So Vince is losing his shit. Mm-hmm. And this is all after the curtain call. So he's already like let two of his guys kind of go on, on probation mm-hmm. uh, with Triple H losing his intercontinental title reign. And he can't really do anything to, to Shawn Michaels, but Shawn might be going out anyway. He's got all the back shit happening, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got those two going over there, and then Alundra Blaze shows up with the WWE Women's title and puts it in the garbage can. So now he's got Brett, who's about to sign a contract with WCW because Vince has kind of backed off on his 20-year, like, $2 million deal, whatever it was, with Brett. But Brett's got the belt. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, he's thinking if Brett leaves after Survivor Series as champ, like he wants to retire as champion, yeah. instead of dropping the belt like okay, is yeah. what champs do, mm-hmm. he says, I'll just give the belt up on Monday Night Raw. And then Tuesday, I'll leave the company. And then Thursday or whatever it is, the next Monday, I show up on WCW as Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking, what if he just leaves and shows up Monday night on Nitro with our belt and talks about how our belt's not as good as their belt? So we got we we have to get the belt off of Bret. We got to get this thing. That he's not going to get it That makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Yeah, that was the fear that, that mm-hmm. Vince had. 
So the whole idea comes that he was going to find a way to screw Brett out of the belt. And Russo, uh, Vince Russo, um, Jim Cornette, mm-hmm. they were kind of in on it. They have like different, differencing, uh, differential stories on how they were in on it. One says he was there. One says he was there. They both say that you weren't there when I was there, that we came up with the idea of the screw job. Mm-hmm. And there's even like, uh, like stories up until now that say that nobody really knew what was going to happen until the screw job was mentioned to Sean, who said, let's do it like this. Where I'll put the sharpshooter on. You guys ring the bell. Yeah. I'll take the heat and say, I didn't know. And I'll tell everybody I didn't know. They'll hate me. It'll build my heel persona. And uh, and you can put all the heat on me. <laughs> he's, he's the martyr. He's the martyr. Mm-hmm. And then you got guys like Scott Hall, who were like the entire thing from beginning to end was a work. Mm-hmm. The entire thing. Yeah. Brett was in on it. Hebner was in on it. Brother Love was in on it. Everyone's in Everybody's on it. in on it. Mm. That's where the camera goes tight on Vince getting spat on the face. It goes up and sees Brett put a loogie up. It sees Brett spin on him. You put the camera on Brett doing WCW. He does the C in the right direction backwards to camera so it looks like right ways to the viewer and when he goes out and has a fit and he's throwing all the shit up and he's throwing all the monitors and stuff the camera's there letting him do it yeah meanwhile everybody else is gone mm-hmm. they're backstage we're giving him the time to lose his shit so he did drop the belt like all the champs do mm. he did lose like andre lost to hulk mm-hmm. he did lose like hulk lost to the rock yeah but he also got his time to lose his mind to build himself up so when he got into wcw he'd be a big deal that, and then they fucked up how they used bret hart they totally fucked it up they, they totally did yeah. i mean he was there for like three no years doing, yeah. and no clue what he was doing yeah and he just destroyed i mean he had like a world champion gold medalist of yeah. wrestling yeah and he just completely screwed that up oh yeah but then again, he had a lot of Hall and Nash and Hogan just doing whatever the hell they wanted well, yeah, to do. Yeah, uh, he got he got like I think he got those guys who were who kind of like were like at the not the pit, not the like the, the the at the decline of their but they were like almost like they were like they just jumped off the cliff. They it's almost I see what you're saying. Like they were they were not because even even McMahon said like you know uh, Randy Randy Savage is gonna be an announcer now because he's too old. Yeah. You lost Hulk Hogan. He went to WCW. Fuck him. He's old. He's yeah. old. As he, we don't need him anymore. Yeah. He's past his prime. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they jumped off the cliff because they're like, we're, we're doing that last dive of our career. Mm-hmm. And they pulled a parachute and caught hot air and went straight up. It went straight up. It exactly. went straight up, man. It was like those, like, it's like those, uh, it's like Foxconn. You know when those, those, <laughs> those workers, like they try to commit suicide because they don't want to put together the, the thousands of Oh, that's so that mean. Day, and they jump up. But they, There's a net. But it catches them. They, they ricochet back up. and like, <laughs> Right back in the office. Right, right, or right back into the ring. <laughs> uh, that's exactly it. They, they were jumping out. But meanwhile, it's like a lumberjack match. They threw yeah. them right back into the ring. No, you're still wrestling. <laughs> yeah, and you're hot. Yeah. And you just picked up heat. Yeah, <laughs> great. Go What's the storyline? Just, just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll do it all in the ring. We'll figure it all in the ring. Yeah. Actually, you know, the uh, uh, to uh, just to come back to what um, what I was gonna say before you. Yeah, got, I kind of go nuts, man. Because no. I love I love the storytelling. No, 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 no. That's that. Uh, what I was uh getting to is that there's another thing that I started watching now. I watch it a lot. Hmm. Um, it's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. Um, it's uh is. Russian slapping championships. Get out of town. Have you seen those? I think I know what you're talking about. Holy shit. <laughs> that is that is a straight up like hard chops, right? No, it's like it slaps in the face. Oh, it's in the face? It's in the face. Oh, no. And these guys are built like lumberjacks. And then, Good yeah, Lord. And then like, uh, um, and the, it's not, it's like this, like, and it's, it's to, these guys are totally respect to each other. Are they all Russian? They're all Russian. Oh, good Lord. And so like, they shake each other's hand, like, how's it going? And after each slap, they like, say, are you okay? And stuff like that. They're like, okay, fine. Okay, your turn, right? But they can't they can't block the chop. You have to sit there like this. You have to just you just sit there across the table and you sit there and you can't roll with it. So they're sitting. They're they're standing. No, they're standing. They're like this. And then so the guys can like 
So they go like this, like if like this, and then like, they go to your, they go to their face like mm-hmm. this, and then they go like this. They can they, they go they warm up, and then all of, oh, and then no. all of a sudden they go one, and then they go, and they <laughs> oh. uh, people get knocked out. Some people get their teeth missing. Like it's, wow, it's crazy. And then like they had this one guy. He's like uh, this guy's built like a fucking tank. Okay, this guy's huge, and he has like he he's going against the guy who's basically my size, mm-hmm. and his jawline was like totally cut. And, uh, like a lantern. Like yeah, he was like he was like my size, 165 pounds, like nothing, right? And so the guys like and they shook hands. He's like, are you sure you want to do this? And they're like, yeah. He goes, yeah. Oh, you mean his? So he was like a leaner dude. A leaner dude. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like, he looked like a supermodel, and uh, uh, his face is totally cut. And there's a reason why I'm saying that is that he uh, so they, they shake hands and so he slaps he slaps the big guy and the big guy doesn't even flinch. He's like he's like he's like <laughs> he's like okay good. He's like good. And so. The guy put his his hand was the size of his face. Oh my god! So when he went like this, you could you couldn't see the size of the side of his face. Oh no! So he's like this, and then all, then he went like this, and, all, and then he went like, and you can see the, he's like this. He's like, and then he went, <laughs> and then he hit the guy's face. He hit the guy right in the jaw. He like, and the guy went like this. He went, and he kept looking at him. Oh my god! And everyone was like, "Holy shit!" The skinny guy is made of steel. Yeah, and then so they shook his hand. He's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, let's go." Totally and, fine. Do it again. And they went six more rounds. Wow! And they just called it a draw because their arms were hurting. Wow! Oh yeah, but if you see like that's uh, such a Rocky Drago yeah, story. I, okay, whoever's listening, like, and you especially Vic, watch this shit on YouTube. Russian slapping challenge. Yeah, just go that uh, face slapping challenge. Face slapping challenge. Yeah, it's actually a league or something. And then, oh my uh, god! And but when they but the guys who get knocked out. You could see them like that, like when they get hit, their eyes just roll in the back of their head, like the Exorcist, and then they just like you could see the teeth coming out. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's but that just sounds so painful. Yeah, these these Russian dudes, man, like they're these guys are tough as nails. Russians man. are hard people, they're man. Hardcore, man. I mean, do you remember when you were kids? Respect. And they'd be like a Russian guy on like a, a Law and Order, or whatnot. Yeah. And they're like, "You're going to jail," and the Russian guy's like, "Your American jail is like Russian." Like a hotel room. Oh yeah, like, American jail is a Russian hotel. Yeah, you know, it's like oh my god. Yeah, you know those two guys who got arrested, uh, Giuliani's two uh, Russian. Uh, go- they ghouls? don't care. Yeah, they, they don't give a fuck. This is not the gulag. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna <laughs> run the prison they go to. So this gonna... is Paulus. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Three meals a day. What is this? Three meals. Not gruel. Not it's gruel. like holy shit. They just don't care. Yeah, they're like oh this is this is like compared to the gulag this is nothing the russians are hard people man should, and they and and they put chalk on their hands too so like that the, <laughs> so so you could so, just ripping skin off your yeah, face yeah they don't want the skin to rip off their face so like yeah so when they're done they just they just, but these guys man like they, they oh do my not God. give a fuck i uh and it's and the good what i like about the most it's a respectful they shake hands afterwards they're like are you okay that's pretty cool that's awesome yeah. because i mean I, there, there's like a martial arts aspect to that, right? I mean, that's what I like about it. There's a there's a respect you know, for you your have, opponent. You, yeah, you have you don't have to you know how you have to know how to hit. Yeah, you can't chop in the if you hit in the neck. Oh yeah, people, you you can give them a stroke. Yeah, because yeah, the thing is, like, if you hit if, if you hit the person in the neck, people know when they do it. They're like, yeah. oh fuck, I fucked up. I'm sorry about that. Oh, right? it's like a nut shot. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So they're like, and if you get them up here, they're like, okay, they're, they're, people are like, ah, that's you know, like, why do you do that? But these guys are tough. <laughs> like how you go into like a a western yeah. a western accent, but it's still Russian. Yeah, why like, you do that? Yeah, why, why, why you do that? You do that? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you want to hit them right here. Oh god! But like that's the where meat. Your, that's where your molars are and stuff like that. So oh, these yeah. people get their teeth knocked out. They're like, uh, uh, but the, a lot of people they wear those uh, they the like, mouth guards, the mouth guards, and they just uh, bite down them, and, and they're just like. Like that. Funny story, uh, Strangler. One day we were working the front door. I at, knew his name would come up. Oh yeah, would we were working the front door at um, at OTR or, or Urban? I think we were still the the old Urban Lounge. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Ron Partlow, local bodybuilding legend, Ron Partlow, gigantic oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. ham hock hands and that guy, huge hands. Mm-hmm. He walked up and he'd been drinking a little bit. And he kind of tapped uh, Strangler on the side of the head, 
and he didn't he didn't mean to hit him hard. It wasn't even like he hit him hard. Mm-hmm. But there's so much beef in that guy's hands. Yeah. Uh, he just kind of like smacked him one. And you heard almost like that <laughs> that sound. And I look at his mouth open a little bit. He looked at me he's like, I think he I think he knocked me out for a second there. It wasn't even that hard. So oh, yeah. like, hey buddy, how you doing? Yeah. And he just gave him like the bro smack. Like just a hard little huggy, huggy kind of a bear paw. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I'd like yeah, I'd be scared to get hit by those guys. Oh my god. I'd be like when they know what they're doing? Yeah, when they know because the thing is it's like there's, there's, it's like any sport, okay? Like a guy my size and a guy who's bigger than me, mm-hmm. ever playing tennis, and he has no idea to play tennis, and I know I do. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be able to hit the ball harder than he can because yeah. I know the technique, right? You understand the the technique exactly of how to hold the racket, yeah, how to spin the ball, yeah, and how to, and how to hit. You don't just hit it like this, right? Yeah, you're it's, it's a slingshot basically. It's, it's mm-hmm. like clean the table. You have to go like this and then like that, right? It's a feather duster. It's, yeah, exactly. Not that's a baseball exact, bat. That's basically what it is. Yeah. It's a feather duster, and uh, but. And you know this, like in martial arts, and uh, you have to know how to hit properly. Oh yeah. And how to take a shot properly, and how to fall through properly. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, like that's these guys. With, they know. They, they know because it's like it's like a ninety degree. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, there's a follow through, man. Yeah. It's like if you ever done any kind of sport, any kind of striking sport, like you're a good coach will tell you, you're not hitting my pad. No. Nope. Like don't just tap my pad. You're going through with the pad. Through the pad. And these guys, they're not just tapping your face. They're no. they're trying they want, to hit three yeah. people away from you. Exactly. They want they want to go one eighty. <laughs> The impact, happen, the impact happens at 90. Yeah, the impact happens at 90. They're going 180, and the impact is at 90. Yeah, they want to hit the guy next to you. Buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> Weirdly enough, man, this was uh, on last Monday's Raw. Mm-hmm. You had two gigantic guys, Drew McIntyre, and yeah. you had Randy Orton. Fuck, I love wrestling. You had Drew McIntyre <laughs> and Randy Orton. And they got in. And we're, two, not gonna get, we're not going to get to any of that. Oh, no, we're not going to get any of this list. And they're two huge dudes, like 6'5 yeah. and 6'5, whatever the fuck they are, 300 yeah. pounds each. Mm-hmm. Well, I think like 250. But um, like modern day... He-Man toys. Yeah. And they got into a chest smacking match with each other. Uh-huh. And you know those Ric Flair chops, man. You can't they're, fake they're, them. They're legendary. They, they have to hit. They should be on the cover of GQ. They should be on the cover of GQ. Yeah. But those hits are legit hits. They are. They're you're not trying to injure somebody, but you're just trying to make that smack. And I guess like McIntyre just knows because like he hits Randy Orton and it was like the kind of crack that you would hope you hear when your favorite baseball player hits the ball. Mm-hmm. Like there's like, there's a such a satisfying sound when you hear that. And Orton gets smacked by this. Thing. Well, he hits McIntyre first, and McIntyre hits him, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then he hits McIntyre again, and McIntyre hits Randy Orton, and you see him get hit, and the pain didn't register until three seconds later. Mm-hmm. It's like he hits him, and Orton's like, that was nothing. Oh, it was everything and more. And he just bends over. Yeah. He just gets buckled by the weight of the smack, and the crowd, when they hear that crack happen, mm-hmm. they were just like, the whole crowd is going, oh my God, he killed him. He fucking <laughs> killed Randy Orton. <laughs> but it's such a great sound. So I I do I I can't wait to watch that. Oh, well. Russian slapping challenge. I'll, 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 we'll watch it after this. I'll oh, well, I think we're gonna. Yeah, we'll definitely have to watch it a little bit. Moving on. Oh man, we really uh, we're going through so much already. The dark side of the ring. Oh, did you watch the cats trailer? The which one? <laughs> cats. Like the 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 musical. A musical. Oh, you know no. they're making a movie. You've no. heard about this, yes? I've I've seen cats, but I didn't know. I've never seen this. It okay. So. In real time now, mm-hmm. we're getting people backlash a trailer, like the song The Hedgehog, and we're we're in that place now where if people had talked shit about TMNT number one or say like, remember Mario Brothers came out? Mm-hmm. Nobody liked it. It didn't look like Mario Brothers. Yeah. But that's it. We've made the movie, practical effects, we can't do shit. Yeah, that movie was like Mario Brothers and Blade Runner put together. And it was still a good movie. I liked it. But it wasn't Mario Brothers. No. But I, didn't, I, didn't watch, I didn't watch it as a Mary Brothers movie. No, but it was enjoyable. You're right. It was like, like it was Blade like, Runner it, and, and Mario. Yeah, it was entertaining. It was entertaining, yeah. man. 
but it definitely wasn't it wasn't super, it was Mario, not super Brothers. Mario Brothers. <laughs> but you couldn't change it. Like it was already done. No, that movie has to be made in animated form, I think. Oh yeah, but yeah. I mean if the trailer came out and all of these people were suddenly like, ew. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Well, you're, you're you're not gonna change it. It's done. No, it's Whereas di- now Sonic gets completely overhauled, right? Yeah. Cats got overhauled. Oh. So uh, what's his name? Tom Hooper, the guy who's directing it. Mm-hmm. The the trailer comes out, and I don't know if you've seen it. And if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the trailer, go go watch it. I'll definitely watch it. Because like you know, those 13 year old boys are gonna like burn their dick out watching this thing. This is furry porn for like 13 year old boys. Is that right? All the cats are naked. It's got like Taylor Swift and some other broad playing the cat, and like all the girls gonna get Taylor, off on Taylor Swift. It just all about yeah, and they're all like. I mean, it's just like big, weird-looking CG fur-covered naked cats running around. It's just weird, man. Oh god! So now there's so much backlash how weird it looked that they went back and apparently it's all kind of like CG, like it's all motion capture in a way. Uh-huh. Their faces are real, I think, like very light makeup. Uh-huh. But everything else they're wearing is, I think, just like mocap suits, and they put like this furry hair on them all. Which is why I don't know why they couldn't just fucking do that with Henry Cavill's mustache from Mission Impossible. You should have shaved that thing. Oh, God. But anyway, it's just, it's weird. And now they're going to go back and redo the whole thing. They're going to, they're gonna like, reskin all the cats, I guess. Re- well, not, not going to skin the cats. They're going to put more hair. But they're going to put better fur on them. But when you watch it, after you hear about it, it's weird. Because they're all just, like, they're doing, like, high that's, kicks that's, and they're naked. That, that's, that's already killed any, like, semblance of, like, reality with this movie. Not a reality, but the sense of, like, why would you want to go see this movie? It's super weird. So I got into it. I, I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't really pay attention to it. Uh-huh. Um, so now I did. So I got into it. And it's got, like, Judy Dench and Idris Elba and fucking Ian McKellen's in it. And you got uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Jason Derulo. So it's a huge cast. Mm-hmm. So I ended up watching the making of. And the making of makes you want to watch it. Because I'm not a musical guy, but like you put, you see how much effort they put into it. Like mm-hmm. People showed up and they're doing like three or four. Like Taylor Swift is doing her concert tour, whatever it is, like practicing at the end of her day to do this this play, this move, musical movie. Mm-hmm. Then she shows up and the tour is over day one after the tour is done. She's doing the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a lot of hard work. They're all putting in so much effort into making this thing perfect. Yeah, and it looks beautiful when they're doing the making of. It makes you real. It makes you want to like become a dancer. And all of a sudden, you watch the trailer, and you're like, that's garbage. Oh, That's shit. total garbage. Well, let's hope it bombs. Oh, man. I really hope it doesn't. Like, I kind of, like, I'm pulling for it now. I, I hope they oh, put so some- I, You're pulling for it? I, I hope they, like, I don't know, put some clothing on the couch or something. Like, do something, because it looks so weird. The old, the original trailers look so weird. Like, almost, like, horror movie-ish. But in a, in a weird, creepy, almost good way. Mm-hmm. Like, your brain doesn't know what to do. Like, your brain doesn't know how to process all this shit. I'll have to check out the trailer. I think you gotta see the trailer, man. But okay. it was just, it was one of those things where all I could think of was like, fucking, there's gonna be a lot of 13 year old boys just just getting off on this movie. Oh, God. It's gonna be like Fap Fest 2020. <laughs> 2020? Or is it coming out this year, 2019? Fap Fest 2019. Fap Fest 2019. God, it's gonna be like a lot of 13 year old pregnancies. That's delicious. A lot. Yeah. Probably like really like teen pregnancy after the movie comes out. Because there's gonna be boys who's gonna be like, I wish my girlfriend is a furry. Oh, oh man. I used to work in a place that had a lot of furries come in. Well, it's, uh, they're, they're funky people. And body odor and personality and everything. I, I, I bet you it'll die, it'll die quietly. You think it'll die quietly? I, I think you're right. I think, I think, the, I think the buildup will show up mm-hmm. and it'll come out and it'll bomb and it'll go away. Yeah, because they, they, it, 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 it'll have no legs to stand on. Who's talking about Lion King right now? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody, buddy. I was watching a, actually watching a video on uh, just... Uh, um, it's like, why do, why do um, animators... And visual effects artists, why do they why do they hate the Lion King? Mm-hmm. And they 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 said, yeah, nothing about this movie looks real. Yeah, they said they said it's a, from a from an artistic standpoint, mm-hmm. this movie is absolute garbage. It it doesn't. I'll tell you why. 
And I think, oh, I'll tell you from my perspective why. And I think you're right. I think the animators are all right. I think the, like what you're what you're angling at is correct. When you look at the um, the storyboards for the Lion King, and look at this little book I got there, the Art of the Lion King. Mm-hmm. If you go through that book and you take a look at all the um, expressions, mm-hmm. both the physical expressions, the facial expressions, the movements of all the characters, yeah, they're distinct. They're mm-hmm. fun to look at. Yeah. When Zazu is having a hard time talking to Scar because Scar's a maniac, yeah, he looks terrified and his eyes are huge and he's mm-hmm. always a little bit on edge. Yeah. When he's talking, he's talking to Mufasa. He's very regal. Like everything about it is very like well put together. Like the little baby Simba mm-hmm. in the old cartoon. Yeah. He's like it's the super babyish face, and then when he gets scared, you can tell he's scared. You can't really do that with an animal. No, you can't. Like a like, real animal. Yeah, because it's not or it doesn't feel like, even though it's animated, it just feels more organic. It's like it's like feels like, it, like you're like you can see the emotion like. Animals don't have like a like surprise look, no. like yeah, or or this, this their scared look is like they 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 mix fear with like uh like a- anger because they're fr- they're afraid, but mm-hmm. they they don't have to like got put a bit of a show put on. up a show off, right? Animals have ba- very basic like uh, emotions, right? They feel they, they love they you know they 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 they're fearful, they're mm-hmm. they're they're angry, they're aggressive, right? But they don't convey those emotions through their eyes. No, and it's horrifying when they're scared. Yeah. Have you ever seen a water buffalo get, or not a water buffalo, like a, a warthog get eaten by an alligator? Yeah, exactly. The sound it's making yeah. and the expression it's got, it's almost like you're watching something not be expressive, but yeah. make such a horrific sound. Yeah, and they, they can't do that while they're having, while they're talking. No, they can't <laughs> do it while they're talking. And they can't do it in animated form. No, not It's weird. I would almost rather, because it's like, remember Uncanny Valley? I don't know if anybody really still like makes those references anymore. Mm-hmm. But there was like this idea of CG that when you get to a certain point, and I think that last, mine, uh, not Minecraft, the last um, Mass Effect kind of did it the worst, mm-hmm. where things get to a point where they're so realistic looking, but you can't really nail certain expressive movements, yeah. and it ends up looking like, yeah, I don't know, this is weird. Yeah. It, it looks really real, but it's gross too. Yeah, I think like, because like, when you start seeing like, uh, like when it becomes like too real, or when you see like certain movies that use too many, too many special effects, you can pick out like, okay, I know how they made that. I know how yeah. they made that. I know how they made that, right? That just like sucks you right out of the movie. It really does. It does. Like I, you're like, uh, like that's. I know it's just him standing in front of a green screen, and like, yeah. I think, and I think that's what kind of like, uh, got me out of like, like these a lot of these superhero movies is, that, mm-hmm. is because, uh, um, you can tell that, um, I know he's not doing anything special. He's just sitting on something, and he's just waiting for like. He he's to, not lifting that tank. Yeah, he's just on his mark, and he's yeah. just sitting there doing this. Right. I'm like, I know that. Yeah. So the suspension of disbelief doesn't even exist. Yeah, it's hot. It's really hot. It, and the thing too is that they're not doing, they're not making certain elements move around these characters in realistic ways either. No, and we talked about it, like how like a Transformers, right? The first Transformers, right? Yeah. It looks okay. Granted, it's, it's not, not our Transformers. It's not our Transformers, right? But, but no, go, go ahead. Yeah, but, but but like when you see the action, we see them transform. Yeah, you could see like all of the detailing in it and stuff like that. You'll be like, you know what? If the Transformers did exist. That's exactly what it would do. That's probably what they're... I mean, they, that's probably what it would do. I never had an issue with the with the movements of them. I yeah. just wish they looked like what I wanted them to look like. Yeah, exactly. Like, but the actual movement, phenomenal. Yeah, like, I, I know I'm not going to see red t-shirt and jeans, obviously, right? But like, mm-hmm. I'm going to see. Uh, but the the this the, they didn't have to make it that like like a uh, like that exuberant when it comes to like how technical his transformation is. Yeah, they went all in, and like, you can't you can't knock them for doing the. Like the best possible realistic movements. No, you can't, right? Like, and the thing is, too, like, I granted, you sometimes like in those later movies, like they're you can't tell who's who, and like you know, yeah. they all kind of look the same. But like by the same token, it's like I can appreciate the effort. I can't stand Michael Bay's movies, but like, like he has a handful. Of, he has maybe like he has a couple. He has a couple of really good ones, like, really mm-hmm. good action movies. But uh, yeah, they're, they're but those movies are like 
The Transformers movies. Yeah, Transformers movies are made very well. Like the amount of like work that goes into it and like yeah, yeah they're there's they're 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 eye candy. They they are eye candy. I mean the one thing I'll never knock Michael Bay is he tells you straight up, I make movies for thirteen year old boys. Yep. Everything I make is for a thirteen year old boy. Yep. I put pretty girls in him. I put fast cars in him. Yep. Car chases, explosions, all that kind of crap. He doesn't. He doesn't he's not trying to be anybody else. So. <clears throat> I can't. I couldn't care less if a forty-year-old hates it. Yeah. The uh, sorry. What'd you write at the bottom there? Oh, the hashtag. What was it? Uh, hashtag blessed. Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. How I think it's the possibly the worst hashtag in the history of social media. Yeah. DJ Khaled is a. Uh, um, <laughs> he's, he's every time uh, I see him, I'm just like, why? Why is that guy popular? Actually, you no, know I'm not surprised he's popular, but like same time, it's like, uh, well, he's the Kim he... Kardashian of rappers. Yeah, he he's is. He's easy to digest. Yeah, like he 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 raps like he doesn't even rap. He just says like uh, he just says his name over and over again. <laughs> I uh, I honestly like I'm not even being facetious. I, that, or, I was gonna say funny. that too. I'm like I'm not being facetious at all. But I don't like I, I don't know anything about him. Outside of like when he's in a commercial or somebody mentions DJ Khaled, like oh, I don't know anybody who actually listens to DJ Khaled. Yeah, he's like it's not like and the way he talks, I'm like every time he, I, I hear him talk or I see him on, on show on a show or something like that or on YouTube, I'm just like or I stumble upon it, I'm like, well, like shut the fuck up, like he's like a like a less talented or more exposed version of who's that guy who did like uh, the Nelly Furtado songs and the one not One Direction was that one other band he uh, Timber Timberland. Timberland, yeah. Remember, yeah, Timberland? Is that, yeah. How is, it, is that how he said Timberland? Is it Timberland? Because <laughs> Timberland is the boots, right? Timberland. Tim- Timberland. So we call him Timberland? Timberland's the boots, yeah. Yeah, but Tim- he's also a, a producer. Yeah, he's a producer, yeah. yeah. Some stuff he does is really good. It's really good. Yeah. It, the stuff that he does that he produces yeah, is really good. Yeah, it's really good, yeah. But, and that's why I feel like DJ Khaled is like a less talented version of that guy. That's a fair example. Like overexposed and less talented. I don't think he actually... Okay, I could be wrong. Like, like I'm, not, I'm not even going to waste time researching it, but from what I, what I know... <laughs> No, but what I've, what I've, the light research I've done on DJ Khaled, on, he doesn't actually sit in the studio and make music. Really? So he's like more like a, uh, he's like he kind of like, like he has a sound in his head and he gets people around. Say like, you know what? I want the sound to be like this. The song has to be like this, and then he'll like bring in other people and be like, yeah, to make that final product. I don't know if this is gonna make you um, hate this person more because that's. Or, or if you don't like him or you do like him. That's exactly what Danny Elfman does. Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman. Oh, the silence. Oh, you, you got quiet on me because that kind of hurt you, didn't it? I, I fucking love Danny Elfman. More or less, but that is always, what Danny Elfman does. But it, has he always been like that? I don't think that's how he was with Devo. But, um, he, because back when he was uh, in... Uh, in Devo? Was that, the, was that the 80s band name? He was in Devo. Yeah. And uh, what was there? Whip it. Yeah, Whip it Whip good. It, Whip it good, yeah. So like... <laughs> I was gonna hum it, but we can't do that because we, we but, get to. The thing is, like, he's been in the industry so long, right? Yeah. And like, like, I think his best work, personally speaking, is the original Batman soundtrack. It's. I think that's hit such a note with us yeah. in our generation mm-hmm. that when we think Danny Elfman, we think Batman, we think Simpsons. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Like in our head, that's all we got. Yeah. And Tim Burton, I guess. And, well, yeah. t- anything Tim Burton. And right? anything Tim Burton, right? Yeah. Like the, but uh, Danny Elfman essentially does that. He's got people he works with. And he's like, so I've got this idea, mm-hmm. and this is the sound. And I want this to be strings. I want that. To, but but the music that you hear, like the whole like, think of the Simpsons theme songs right the theme song, the piano right away. Yeah. Bum 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 bum. Like mm-hmm. when you hear that, that's what he was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Then he told somebody, "This is what it is. Here are the notes. Go do this. Yeah. Go make this happen. And I'll come back and I'll I'll actually produce it and put it together." Yeah. So, so he's, I don't know if DJ Khaled does that. Well, he thinks he's not he's not boots on the ground. He's the project manager. <laughs> DJ Khaled. No. Uh. The, Danny DJ Elfman. Khaled, yeah. DJ Khaled is a glorified project manager. He's a glorified project manager. Yeah. So Danny but, Elfman is uh he's an architect. 
And then he goes boots on the ground after somebody else puts the building up. Yeah. And he walks up and he's like, no, no, move this pillar here. Put that window there. Yeah. You, you ruined my plans. Yeah. Start but, from scratch. Selfishly speaking, I like to think that Danny Elfman put his work in. <laughs> oh, he definitely does. Yeah. So He definitely does. But essentially, that's what he does. Is he comes in and he's got a sound and he's got instruments and he's got this whole, this whole idea in his head. Yeah. And then he not even so much writes the music. He tells people who are... He's like a Steve Jobs, really. Mm-hmm. He tells people, this is what it has to be. Yeah. Do that. I'm going to come back and arrange it and fix it and make, yeah. it, make it sound the way I want it to sound. Yeah, exactly. What's that line? I want my entire music collection on that phone. Get on it. Yeah, I want my computer and my music collection on yeah. that phone. Here's another idea I came up with. <laughs> I was on the train. I saw some people reading magazines. I want to I want to see. I want to flip pages that aren't even there. Yeah, wrap your fucking heads around that, guys. <laughs> he's such a dick, but he's so right about him. Oh, he's absolutely. Like, he's so right about it. Uh, he's yeah. a dick about it. But he's right about it yeah. as well. I, you know what? I'll uh, and just to, just to uh, <laughs> on my point is that uh, we were talking about weight loss and stuff like that, and like uh, and you've healthy. been doing really good this year or this week, this yeah. month. Uh, so Dead just air. just to say that is that is that if I can do it, trust me, anybody can do it. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about before the show, before we got into trashing DJ Khaled, because that's all that was about. That's trash. The, Pretty ha- much, the hashtag yeah. we we're trashing DJ Khaled. Yeah, uh, who's in Calgary these days? Anyway, but we were talking about uh, weight loss. Essentially, you you've made some really good progress. Yeah, because like, we we're talking about in season two that uh, um, we always talk about like we you we usually like not usually but we we've had episodes where we just talk about uh, like we'll go an hour health and nutrition health and nutrition and just getting back to the gym reasons why you should go to the gym reasons reasons why people don't go to the gym and stuff like that. So um, I really made made an effort to say like you know what. Uh, my goal was to get in shape this year mm-hmm. and uh let's uh and just see like how long it would take it would take me honestly if you if you eat well and you if you, if you consistently go to the gym or do do 20 minutes of exercise a day it doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. if you sweat 20 minutes a day it doesn't matter what it is like whatever, moderate to high intensity yeah moderate to high intensity whatever makes you like, at the end of it you should be like just drained yeah and so like uh if you could if you can do that on a regular basis and watch what you eat um i am not I'm the last person like to go to, to ask things, ask like ideas at the gym. I know nothing. Okay, I just do what I'm. I just do what I'm told. But I you're d- being kind of like you're hiding the lead. Here. You're being pretty modest. The thing is, you wanted to do this year. You really got into it. I'd say probably about two months ago. Yeah, that that that's um like you really started hitting it two months ago. Yeah, I started going hardcore about yeah. two months ago. And your but, progression from then yeah. has been like visible. Like you're doing quite well. Yeah, like thank you. Like I, I just didn't. Uh, like I just think I didn't know what I was doing, but mm. I did like say if I didn't know anything, I would go, go do. You'd would ask go this. and learn. Yeah, I'm like, what's the best environment for me to be successful in that? So that's why I went to Orange Theory. Then I sought out advice from like my cousin who I go to the gym with, watched what I ate, took out whatever I do, whatever I don't need. Um, you know, have that kind of that clarity when you're eating something. Like, should I be eating this? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, and it, it uh, so far it's it's uh it's helped me. But like uh, I think like so I I. Truly, truly believe that if I can do it, like honestly, anybody can do it. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. that's not to say that you're you're lazy at what you do, but the thing is, there are aspects of working out and health and nutrition that you were when I first re- when we first really started hanging out, mm-hmm. you were kind of like a novice, mm-hmm. like not even like a like a beginner or or getting like getting into it or you know even moderately. You were kind of a novice when it came to diet and exercise, easily. But you put in a lot of time and effort in researching, and you got like your your nutrition charts. You got your you didn't do blood work yet, right? I had blood work done yet. Yeah, that, that, that was part of my physical. That was yeah. part of your physical. Yeah. But you were getting more and more into it when you first started showing up here. And in that much time, you kind of like got your, your toolbox put together. And two months ago, you really hit it and found like pretty good results right away. 
Yeah, like I, I didn't. Uh, like you're totally right. Like I, yeah. when I, when I first started out of like uh, from working out because I didn't. Um, I, I was never a gym person. Mm-hmm. I, I would always like for me, it's always sports or doing cardio. So tennis and cycling, tennis, cycling, uh, running, whatever it is. And uh, so I had no idea what the gym could offer me. Yeah, I just, I just couldn't stand the environment. Yeah, it, it wasn't something it, you it were was, comfortable doing. Exactly. So like, but the more I'm like, you know what? Um, why am I afraid to go to the gym? Mm-hmm. Like, what's what what is holding me back from like going to the gym? Because you weren't even a weights at home kind of guy. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I have I have a great weight system, weight system at home, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, what? I'm like, why can't I just go there and just uh, do the exercise? But I'm like, no, like I went in there with no plan. Yeah, and so um, that's big for a lot of people. It is. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it can definitely like uh, really um, hold people back from going to the gym. But you because you can't just go in there and like start doing like. Uh, doing crazy weights and stuff like that, right? Mm. So um, hip thrusts. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm like that. That's why, like, when you said like like uh, a couple of years ago, I, I started as an office when it comes to like actually like really getting like trying to get into shape actually, which I'm still trying to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, is like start with number one thing is what what do I keep hearing all the time? Start with your eating. Yeah. And then so like uh, so I had all that knowledge built in, but it took me a while to get over like the you know eliminating things from my diet that I didn't need right so like and then you know get cheating under control and whatever it is mm-hmm. and then from there i'm like you know what okay that part is that part's good okay now i have to move on to like uh can i hold this for long term my eating habits so i did that and then uh so moving forward i'm like you know what now I have to start doing incorporating more exercise rather than they're just playing sports and stuff mm-hmm. like that right or going cycling and i'm like okay, you know what go back to the head back to orange theory and then my cousin's like you know what why don't you come to the gym as well so do both. So yeah. have a gym pass and get to have orange theory as well, right? So well, plus he's a good motivator for you in the gym. He's great, and like yeah. and like the same thing with me and you going to the gym, right? It's just more fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's better to go to the gym with someone, and then uh, you can like hang out, like and it, it's motivating, right? Because if you do a set that's a little bit that's five pounds heavier than mine, yeah, I'm like you know what for my last set I'll push it up to five pounds. I'll, too, I'll right? try that. Hey, you know what? Don't take the weights off of that. Yeah, I'll try doing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, like just just do three if you can, right? Yep. So like, so that he really helped me a lot, and like I like for that I owe him a ton. So like. Um, and so that's, that's for that. That's the, that's where I'm at right now is just to like continue getting better. I'm nowhere, I'm not where I want to be, but like, um, uh, so yeah, if you just keep that going. Mm-hmm. Momentum, right? It's momentum. And one thing I stopped doing was like having a certain weight in mind. I'm like, okay, I want to be 165, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. I want to be that. I want, that's my ideal weight. That right? was big for you when you that first was, started. That was big for me. Right. But then I said, you know what? Forget the weight. Cause I'm going to be, cause if I don't, if I step on a scale, I, I don't see the weight that I want. I'm going to be like. Okay, now what else do I have to do, right? So then, like, if you're in your head, I'm like, okay, like, you'll be thinking, like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Like, like, I'll be like, don't focus on that. Mm-hmm. Let's just focus on like maintaining the groove that you're in, and just keep doing it. Yeah, and eventually, and yeah. it's they're gonna be up and downs. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I'm never gonna like. Then I was like, I'm never gonna be 165, but like, we'll see, right? And then a uh, couple, then like two months, uh, two months later, I hit my tiger weight. Oh wow! But the thing is, I don't. But the thing is, like, I didn't want to like. That's like. But it wasn't something you were like trying to achieve. You no. just kept working out and kept eating right. Just kept eating right, right. Yeah. So like, uh, um, yeah. So you just have. I just had to. Uh, just I had that that moment of like clarity where I was like, you know what, uh, like how bad do I want it? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, when we're talking about it on the podcast, I'm like, you know what, uh, it's time for me to like actually like start doing it really well, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, for like listeners, uh, and that wasn't just all talk. <laughs> yeah, no, and it really wasn't. Like, I mean, it I, wasn't I, like you I would just it. come in week to week and be like, oh, I was, yeah, I'm thinking about going. I'm orange theory. Maybe I'll do that. And you should come on down. We'll do some like uh. We'll joke about you have to come down and lose this bet and do whatever. Yeah. Like you were putting in the time all the time. Like you, you hear us here once a week. Yeah. But six days after we air this, 
you've been going to the gym. Yeah. And you've been training for six days. And we come and talk about that here. Mm-hmm. Like you've actually been putting in the effort. Yeah. And I, and I don't, uh, it's not something that, uh, it, it's not something that I'm like, oh, shit, like, oh, I have to go to the gym today. It is part of my daily routine. Yeah. You know, and that's just it, right? I mean, yeah. like people have this idea that um, diet and exercise is is like the uh, like the weather is what I always joke. Yeah, that's it's like that, it's that's cold today. It. Yeah. So that's what happens today. It's mm-hmm. like no, it's climate. Mm-hmm. It's like your diet and exercise happens all the time. Yeah. The the way you dial your diet in, you're not going to suddenly be on the kale diet. No. You're not going to be on the vegan I, diet. I, I stopped eating kale. Yeah, you know, I'm but like it's not like yeah. don't it's not just it's not just a fad. It's your whole lifestyle changes forever. Yeah, exactly cuz yeah, you're right cuz that that's exactly it because I was like a huge fan of like having green juice and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't have it anymore. It's just not something you've added in there anymore. I, I just have I have Take my pillow, I have my pillow ethics green uh green juice in the first thing mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Just mix it with some water. That's all I need. It's an energizer. And you're good with that. Good. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I that's just then that's that's good. I mean, you're dialing in things that work for you, and as they get as they again, maybe something's doing, something's don't, and yeah. you're gonna you, maybe the paleo ethics after a little while just don't do what you want it to do. We'll so you'll you'll thing. move that and get something else in your yeah. diet. Yeah. Exactly. But it's like it's not a fad for you. Like you're gonna use it until you feel like it's not doing what it's doing. Yeah. It's not I, like a 30 day cleanse. No. Where after 30 days you're gonna have a chocolate cake. Exactly. It's like you're still eating a piece of chocolate cake yeah. when you feel like it. Yeah. But generally, ninety percent of your diet is healthy, mm-hmm. and ninety percent of your exercise is ongoing. It's it's every day, or it's every other day, or it's whatever your schedule is. Yeah, that, but that, it's not going to end after thirty days. Yeah, that, when you mentioned cleansing, I have like a cleansing smoothie like once a week. Mm-hmm. And again, cleansing I think gets a bad rap from a, a lot bad of people. Rap, yeah, you're not cleansing to get out the toxins. You're just like getting all the poop out of your gut. You're, yeah, you're just you're, you're just you know what you're doing. You're exfoliating your 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 insides. Your insides. Rip, yeah, you just. What you should do is like what I'd recommend if you're if you're ever trying it, yeah. Get some natural daily cleanse, pop it in a smoothie, or put it in your oatmeal, whatever. Do just try it once. If it upsets your stomach, then the, then you know consult your doctor first. It, obviously, it, it right? might but, actually be doing what it's supposed to be doing though. Yeah, but that's exactly people say like you know what? Oh, I don't like that because it made me go. It made me go to the wash. I'm like that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, you're gonna just like poop a little bit. Yeah, you just like that's what you're supposed to. Do. I I told my cousin this, and I'm like you know what, like because like oh I can't drink it because it makes me go to the wash. I'm like yeah, it cleaned you out. That's what it's doing. That's what it's supposed I, to be I just doing. there are those things that you hear about like the whole the cleanse and the buzzwords like you're gonna do a 30 day cleanse yeah. to get the toxins out. Look. The toxins are coming out when you sweat. Mm-hmm. When you work out and you drink lots of water, you're getting out the things that you want to get out. Yeah. And you're going to stink a little bit. And then after a while, you'll notice you don't stink so much mm-hmm. because you're sweating a lot more regularly. Your yeah. pores aren't clogged up. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's the detoxification is, is working out and sweating. Mm-hmm. Doing a sauna every now and then. The the actual like drink you need to drink to get a, cl- you know what you do when you want to have a cleanse? Just go have a, put extra jalapenos on your sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then the next day when your ass is on fire and took a gigantic shit when you woke up, you had to, <laughs> you had to wake up taking a dump. Mm-hmm. That's your cleanse. Yep. That's that's all it is. All you're doing is just getting your, your body pooping a little bit more regularly. Mm-hmm. That, that's all it is. Yeah. Actually, you know what? For um, uh, Just for uh, whoever's listening, if you if you need a good, if you're going to the gym or you're doing high intensity workouts, mm-hmm. high intensity workouts, sorry, if you're going to be, if you have to consume water. I have the perfect blend for water that you should be drinking. What's that perfect blend? Okay, you should drink. Uh, so have your your water mineral if you can if you have mm-hmm. a, if you have a filter, but uh, have your water bottle that you usually use. Put some liquid chlorophyll in there. Really? Yeah, liquid like pure liquid chlorophyll. Yeah, you, yeah. you can get it from like. Uh, I can get it anywhere. Really. You can get plant organic. Any get any plant organic, a health yeah. food store ever. Yeah, so you get that. Put put about uh, two tablespoons in there, mm-hmm. and then uh, put in. Uh, I use Vega, but you use, put a hydrator in there. You can use Hydrolite. You can use uh, Vega. Yeah. Put one scoop in there. Shake it up. It's pool table green. Yeah, it's yeah. dark green. So you well, can't it's chlorophyll. Yeah, so exactly. It's so it's like it'll one, two tablespoons is definitely enough because it's so super concentrated. 
have that when you go to the gym. Or, that works for you, huh? Or put in your, like, when you're going for biking or do, do, doing long extended workouts, you, you drink that. Because water alone will not hydrate you. Well, I mean, water will hydrate you, but it won't build up your electrolytes. It won't put your electrolytes back yeah, in place. It, it won't in get that you, sense, yeah. So, it won't get your brain firing properly. Yeah, so that, that's what I mean. When, that's yeah. exactly what I mean when it's say hydrate. is like it will not replenish what your body what is you're missing, what you're losing, losing, right? So um, try that. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, everybody's got their own thing. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's, yeah, that's one of those. Yeah, that's a good it's, one. It's a good way to it's a good way to, to hydrate yourself because afterwards, because um, usually when uh, after I noticed that when, that's another thing too. Like when I was after I did a like high intensity workouts after biking, if I just took water, mm-hmm. um, I would drink it, and then afterwards I'd be bloating, and I'll be like, wow, this is this is I could barely get the water inside me, right? This stuff. Is like after you uh, when you're working out this stuff, but at the end you're just like I need another bottle of this. Oh I wow! Need another bottle of this and like really? yeah, because then like uh, your uh, what was the mix again? It's uh, just use it's just water. Yeah, liquid chlorophyll. Like two tablespoons. Yeah, two tablespoons of it. Um, and then uh, just put a hydrator in there. Mm-hmm. I use Vega. Uh, um, That's hydrator. the one you like. I love the, the yeah. lemon lime one. It's great. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I've been doing um lemon juice. Or lime, lime juice, sorry, lime juice and that's, Himalayan salt. That's, that's that's another one too. You can use that. Yeah, for me when I'm when I'm really gonna be like going, so I've got this little thing that I've been doing these days, especially again for the last like three or four weeks. I've been doing this one that just like it gets you gets you freaking sweating. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's uh, probably about I don't know a half ounce of lime juice mm-hmm. and probably it's a big one. It's my my that guy here, my this guy, my uh, my clean canteen. Yeah. So I'll put about maybe about a half ounce, maybe maybe yeah around maybe less, mm-hmm. and then I'll put three or four good grinds of my Himalayan pink. I'll mix that in there. Salt? So the pink salt, yeah. yeah. And I'll just give that a little shake and I'll just sip that. Oh, there you go. Going. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's a perfect one. And there I find like, I, I maybe it's in my head. I don't know if it's like a, a placebo effect or what, but I find that really gets me feeling better as I'm training longer. No, then that means it works. Nah, it could be, right? Yeah. And if it is a placebo, who cares? Placebos are good. Placebos are placebos good. Placebos are fine, man. Yeah. means you're not taking Ignorance another Ignorance is bliss, crap. man. Huh? Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a phrase that not enough people use properly. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Is your house on fire? You're asleep. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. You'll yeah. be dead soon. Yeah, that reminds me of one of my this guy I went to junior high with, and I'm still like, and we're still we're we're kind of we, we hang up with different groups, but we 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 hang up we hang all the time. We're friends, but not really friends. No, wait, I should say we hang all the time. We play basketball sometimes, and uh, uh, but I've known him like since grade, uh, grade yeah, junior high, hmm. and um, he has this permanent look on his face where it's like just like smiling, but like not not happy eyes. Oh no! So it's like he's always like he's like. Well, he that's always, not bliss. He always looks like he's he's like even keeled. He has the same look on his face all the time. Like oh, yeah. so, we always have this ongoing joke. Like his his house could be on fire, uh, with his family dead, or he could have won the lottery. It's the same facial reaction. <laughs> oh <laughs> god, that's uh that's terrifying. That's yeah. I I could not. That's why we think we're, we might be dealing with a maniac. Man, I could not believe like But he's the nicest guy in the world. I, I'm sure. I yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. I'm I think he is. Yeah, he's quite quite a pleasant human being. We have the same initials. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, I just to me it's one of those things where I I couldn't like I get ignorance is bliss. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I I like the idea of that. But there are certain things where I just could not go through life not knowing. Mm-hmm. I knew a guy when I was working at uh, at one of the casinos I worked at. And he's like the nicest kid. When he when he showed up, he was the nicest kid. But he just wasn't wasn't all there. Like there's something like a like a a gap missing. Like it's almost like you've got a puzzle, but the main photo of like one of the like it's, let's say it's a Tiny Toons Adventures puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know the cartoon. Yeah. But Buster Bunny's face is gone, and he doesn't know what Buster Bunny looks like. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, "There's a character there. It's great. That's a good character." You're like, "Yeah, he's got nice uh nice brown skin, right?" You're like, "Yeah, that's right." 
Yeah, yeah. Not knowing what the actual character looks like. Oh. Imagine having that kind of a gap missing in your knowledge. For him, that gap was everything. That gap was like he didn't know what spinach was. Uh, he didn't know that chess. You told me about this guy. Yeah, I remember that. Chess yeah, was yeah. Called, he thought chess was called chest. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, super willing to learn and the nicest guy. I remember you told me about this guy. Like I think it was just not even that long ago. I think when I talked yeah. about him on the podcast. Yeah. I'm not going to bring up his name. Um, but he was like born and raised and educated in a place that he just could not get access to like normalized education, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he, he came from a family that meant really well, but wasn't given access to all the fundamentals mm. to educate your kid in a oh, way. Okay. Yeah. So when he came, when he showed up there, we would start talking about stuff and he didn't know about anything we were talking about. So like he'd like fake his way through it. Like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That character in the middle of the puzzle. He'd always kind of fake his way through all that stuff. Yeah. And little by little, we realized he doesn't know anything. Like he doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about at all. Mm-hmm. So me and Strangler kind of like got him, got him into learning shit. Yeah. And he's learning and more and more and he's loving it. He's like, he's absorbing information from everywhere. He's absorbing information about fighting, about mixed martial arts, about comic books, about movies. Is like the gaps, all the puzzle pieces are coming together. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that character in the puzzle, that was, he's Buster Bunny? Holy <laughs> shit. I didn't know he had gray skin, buck teeth, what the hell? A whole life, I just had a gap in there, didn't know anything. And one day, he's got this look on his face. He's like, uh, this is my life. I don't know. Like, yeah, what happened? What happened there, buddy? Uh, Steve? Hey, Steve, what's, uh, what's the matter? He's like, you know, like when I showed up here, I kind of didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And it was great. But now, like I know that I don't know. And I'm terrified. Like, what do you mean? It's like, well, he, had, he had that self, he had that self, like realization. He's the like, realization. He, had, he had epiphany. And he's he like, wow, epiphany. shit. I don't, I really don't like, I should be, I, I don't know. know I should know more shit than I should. Exactly. It's I, like, I, I he went from being a guy who didn't know and ignorance is bliss and he's fine yeah. to being a guy who now knows that he does not know. That's good though. It was good. It's like, that's what call. we try to tell him. Like, that's what it is, right? It's a wake up call. Now you're going to, you're going to get out there and you're going to become this like machine of learning. You're going to become yeah. like a T-800. Oh, he's going to be, he's going to be a sponge. He's going to be a sponge. And yeah. he really, he got there. He kind of, eventually he got there. He bought an iPhone and um, Strangler told him, every day you're going to come to me with a new word and a big one. I don't mean you're going to come to me with a word like resilience. You're going to come to me with like super califragile fucking, I know what this means. Yeah. Like you're going to come up with words that like, no, you never thought you would learn. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me what that word means. Mm-hmm. And it was wild because this is an adult. This is an adult human male yeah. who should know all this stuff. But he really didn't. And to watch him kind of like get past his lack of education until now, I mean, he didn't need a school, really. I mean, he just want, he needed to learn. Mm-hmm. And he did. He got he got there. Yeah. But it's like, it's wild, right? When you see that person, that look on their face where he's just said, when he showed up, that was his face. Like you said, he was the guy who was just like always, his house could be on fire and his family could be dead. Yeah. Or he just won the lottery. You don't know. Yeah. Because that's the look he always had that's, on his that's face. A, that's a complete character change, too. Like, you're just like. It was great. Because like, I'm trying to imagine like uh, this this individual I'm talking about, like just having him. Like, like, I can't imagine him any other way. Mm-hmm. But if he had that moment where like. Uh, like he doesn't need the moment, but if he just because he's he's a very intelligent guy, but if he had that moment where like if I saw him like uh, if his character completely he did a one eighty and he's like yeah. more like uh, uh, there's more like nuance to his like facial reactions and like because he has the he's he's very like he's like even dead, keel yeah, he's like even keel like all the time right data yeah he's like data <laughs> and so like but if he was like came up to me he's like. Uh, uh, you know, just like more like uh, like casual. He's like, he goes, hey man, what's going on? And then if he was angry, if when he, every time he got pissed off, he'd be like, fuck, that's fucking... Su-. If I saw that, yeah, that's like... That's something. That's like, <laughs> fuck. 
fucking treasure at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> That's amazing. That's like you're giving me something. You're giving yeah. me emotional content. I, yeah, I'd be happy if he was angry and like distraught because I'm like I can see it on your face, man. <laughs> I can see emotion. Yeah, you're not dead inside. You're not dead inside, man. He's like uh. he's like you know what he's like. Like, you know what he's like he's like uh george slansky oh yeah i don't know he's like no i a, want i'll give him data no no you know, the sense of like uh even killed all the time because you know uh, okay because you know like yeah, how, yeah, yeah. You know, i know what you mean yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like like it's just like uh very matter of fact and he's like but he's like uh well, slansky okay. breaks every now and then but show us show his data no there, but data there, does it because he thinks that's what you want to see slansky genuinely breaks Data breaks like the the smile on Data's face. That's not for Data. Yeah, I guess he's less. That's for you. I guess he's he's less robotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Schlansky is less robotic. Yeah, Schlansky is robotic, and then something might crack him up, mm-hmm. but he can't let you know he's having a good time. Yeah, yeah. That's Whereas true. Data is like, <laughs> there's no good. T- People always have this idea. It's like Data was great. Like when he had emotion, I'm like, no, he's still a machine. Mm-hmm. All that emotion. That's for your benefit. Yeah. For data, it's ones and zeros, man. Mm-hmm. It's just ones and zeros on a screen. It's the matrix. Yeah. He's he's understanding what comedy is and giving you a response that you want. Yeah. But for data, he could be still blank and it's the same ones and zeros on the screen. When he smiles and it's a good time, that's for you. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you uh did you see the new Cybertruck from Tesla? I did see the new Cybertruck from Tesla. It's uh, it looks I, pretty, it looks pretty sweet. I love that. Thing. I love that thing. <laughs> Actually, I love do, that thing. Do you want the, do you want the inspiration was? Uh, no. Like was the, it was it the Bond car? Because I mean, kind of looks like that. Well, the thing is that uh, the, the presentation was done in pure Blade Runner style, right? Mm-hmm. Like the screens in the back and everything. But they asked Elon Musk, like, well, because a lot of people said like the design is whatever, right? And they were like, I'm like, every truck is ugly. Like so, like this We're is something different. This is this is something different. Yeah, take the badges off, like a Tundra and a Ford. Yeah, same thing. Same thing, right? And so uh, it's the interior that counts, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know where you got the inspiration from? Hmm. Uh, the Warthog in Halo. Oh no way! Really? I uh, not being a Halo guy, but knowing what the Warthog is, I can see how that could. Oh, be. Oh yeah, a, they, they should. Have, be they, they showed a picture by picture, and he's like, uh, he goes, yeah, we we designed it after the Warthog. They're in, both kind of squared out. Yeah, they both have that like drop in the back. Yeah, you can like put them. Mounted 50 cal. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and then yeah, that, that just drove the one home. I'm like, yeah, I, I know Elon Musk is a gamer, but yeah, yeah, he is a gamer. Oh, man. He plays he plays video games all the time. I'm, I'm when he's not tweeting to Pedo Guy. Oh, yeah. You heard about that, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, right now. The, he's, in, he's in court the right four now. Hour, <laughs> four hour testimony. He's like, I don't know. I said Pedo Guy because it's South African slang. And yeah. I mean, it didn't mean literally he's a Pedo Guy. I'm sure he didn't literally want to put a submarine on my ass. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't know. That whole shit is like, I, I think I, I'm not saying that because I'm a huge Elon Musk fan, but I'm just like, you know, there's more important things to fucking deal with. Yeah, you know, that's exactly I it. I don't care. I, I think what happened here, and and this is this is just where I feel like the whole thing went wrong. I think you had a guy on the ground doing hard work to get those kids out. Yeah. And he took offense to what he thought was a publicity stunt. Yeah. And instead of just being like, whatever, man, we tried it, it didn't work. We looked at it and it wasn't feasible. And I'm just moving on. Yeah. He was like, in his mind, he thought, here's here comes a guy trying to steal our thunder. Mm-hmm. We're putting in real work. And he's going to bring in this stupid tool mm-hmm. and you can shove it up his ass. Yeah. Because that's a publicity stunt. And F that guy. Yeah. And then Elon, being Elon Musk, and like he says in his own admission, I don't think when I do things sometimes, I smoke pot on the Joe Rogan show. Yeah. Don't do that shit. Even I think yeah, he did what we would do. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah, he just fired back a tweet that was like, you know what? You're probably a pedophile. You know what the thing is? Is that I think that um, CEOs of big companies are all cookie cutter because not because of the way, just the way that they are... Um, 
like what what different what differentiates them is the way they 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 handle their business and the way they they, they handle their uh their employees right mm-hmm. and their the way they change the business culture right like Satya Nadella is very very good at what he does right yeah but he's very like you know you meet him he's a very nice guy whatever right but his behavior is not erratic no 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 They're, like you said he's his house could be on fire. Or he could have won the lottery. Yeah, exactly. Same just, guy. Same guy, right? Sunday Pachar, same guy, right? They're just they're just businessmen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so you turn the you turn the volume up a little bit. You got Steve Ballmer, who's like very like whatever, right? <laughs> a little bit, not yeah. much. Turn the volume up a little bit more. You yeah, got yeah. Steve Jobs, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, but they're all like cut from the same cloth, basically. When they come when it comes to like they're they are businessmen and they run big companies, right? Mm-hmm. But like, they're not like they're not they're they're outliers in the se- in the sense of like they have ideas that will they have big grow, ideas right? yeah so elon musk is in that category but at the same time it's like he's but he's still a human being like, but he's yeah, one of us yeah his personality is different yeah yeah he's a super smart version of one of us exactly that, i don't mean you or me i mean yeah. like our kind of like we, we play video games yeah we think dumb things are stupid and we yeah. make fun of them like that's what he is but it he's is. also a friggin' genius yeah like we could like if i if i had like like if i had sunday pachar sunday pachar here right and yeah. we we're talking to him it would be an interesting conversation, but right? But it would be very much this kind of conversation. Yeah, exactly. He'll be talking like talking about the things that we do. Yeah, he'd be like, uh, "So, do you guys, uh, you guys, do you follow true Sikhism or like, do you?" <laughs> um, I'm like, they would be like, uh, "So, you just became the do CEO." Do you believe? I'd be like, "So, you, how's that? So, you know, you're the he's, he, now he's the CEO of Alphabet now." Yeah. And I'll be like, "How's that?" I'd be like, "How's that going for you?" Yeah. How's that going for you? Yeah, like what do you see? Because there's nothing he wouldn't disclaim anything to us. Yeah, like, exactly. What's, what's coming out? With, what's the what's the Pixel Five going to look like? Whatever it is, right? But with but with uh, but with Elon Musk, he seems like the kind of guy. Like what I'm seeing, like you could he like I he we'd have so much fun if he was here just talking to us. Just I I think like when you see that that Joe Rogan episode or the th- the things that he did on stage when he kind of like with a, the glass shattering, he's like, well, fuck this shit. Yeah, he's like, like he's just. There are certain ways that he wants to express himself. Yeah, that he knows, like maybe I shouldn't. Ah, maybe I will. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's got that way about him, which makes me feel like he's a human being. Yeah. Like you, you can go up to him. And, like it seems like okay, you could like forget about Tesla, and you could have like him in a in a just a conversation, and you yeah. can have a great conversation with. him. I think so. Because he because he finds the same things funny. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, this is ridiculous. This is stupid." He's yeah, like, "This is a dumb thing." Yeah. Because like if you read all that testimony. All that stuff that he's talking about, mm-hmm. it's just a dude who's like, I don't know. I say things and do things because I'm not thinking about everything all the and, time. And, and he has said that so many times. Yeah. He's like, he goes, why would anyone want to believe what I think? He goes, he goes, uh, uh, half of the things I say are, are completely not true. Yeah. He's like, he's, half he's, things I say are nonsense. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, he goes, why would anyone want to believe me? He's like, I'm the worst. Like, I'm the ver- he goes, uh, I'm the worst person to like uh, promote something. Like that's well, in his he's head. the worst person to manage himself. Yeah. And but he's like, I'm the worst person. And then the thing is, like, he's the worst person to promote something, but. His cars are the most popular. Yeah, and his his rocket ship has re has like re energized like space travel. He's like, he's I like, think I need a flamethrower because yeah, he thought, why not? Why not? <laughs> I'll make a flamethrower. Why? Mm, why not? Why not? He's like, uh, it seems fun. Yeah, he's like, they cost five hundred dollars. Money? He goes, how much you guys make? Uh, uh, two, Negative two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we made like uh two thousand. He goes, how, they made ten million dollars. Yeah, we made that in uh one day. Yeah, we made that one. Well, really, like, the whole project came in at a loss, didn't it? No, he made. They, Did they, they make money on the flamethrower? Yeah, because it cost nothing to make. But they had, they had something else. I thought that was like just a fun item, or they did something that just seemed like fun, and it came in at a loss overall. And it wasn't like a gigantic billion dollar loss. It was something like our our production kind of just balances out. I'm not sure because I, like, I feel I like there's something out there. Yeah, because I'm not sure with the, the flamethrower because the flamethrower made t- ten million dollars. I could be wrong. Or oh, they sold for ten million dollars. I'm like, and they, they the ones that because like to Canada they couldn't uh, they couldn't import them into here. They couldn't import them like because the, the, the tank whatever. Yeah. So they they came with like ten dollar bills so you could buy the tank yourself. Buy a tank yourself, which is great. Yeah. It's nuts, man. I I, 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 I can't believe I missed out on that. Fuck, I wanted one. 
You know, there's like when it came out in my head that that first day, I think we all could have got one. We, we just decided yeah, not just, to. Yeah, I, I, it was I, like I don't know. It's five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. That's and, a but, lot. Yeah, but there was they, they sold they sold twenty thousand in one day. Or and a you could probably resell them for like two thousand dollars. You know how much they're going for on the on the market right now? Hmm. They're like going for like nine hundred thousand dollars. Nine hundred thousand. No, no, sorry, nine hundred to a thousand dollars. Not more. Yeah, <laughs> like nine hundred. You could have just said a million. Oh, yeah, for nine hundred thousand. Like a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you then you could probably just make one. You could probably you probably could, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a hairbrush or uh, what's it called a, a hair dryer engine on a friggin' match and a yep. thing. I you want could probably I, finagle I, a hair dryer into a flamethrower. I still want one. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty just cool. Just a mount one. I, would, I don't know. I would. He's Tony Stark. But... Fucking leave him alone. Oh yeah. I think uh. the thing is, there's a guy who's make who has a a company in America who's who's making american cars and he employing american workers yes and people are still like shitting on him i don't I, know I think back in the day like he was getting so much but you know it's the same irrational hate they get from people who key those cars oh yeah it's almost it's it's a weird at a level of like pop culture where he gets the same kind of hate personally for his ideas and the things that he's doing and spacex from the people on his level towards him mm-hmm. that you get from some like slob who keys on the cars on the road oh yeah like it's the exact it's the same kind of ratio mm-hmm. it's like oh what did you do the key to tesla today was great yeah why because i'm a loser with nothing better to do yeah exactly and i just don't like the car yeah why not i just don't like it yeah why not so if I, I don't know yeah so if i gave you one would you get rid of it well no i'd probably drive probably, it yeah I'd drive it. somebody keyed i'd be mad about it exactly I was like why are you such a loser yeah. and he gets the same kind of like that mentality of hate mm-hmm. from people on his level mm-hmm. which is weird like i mean and then like the twitter hate too it's why are you getting so much hate for a company yeah. that you don't owe money to yeah, exactly or buy their product or pay into it's a weird irrational tesla hate. i don't know man it was like even like when i was watching the uh, model the model y presentation mm-hmm. uh it was like he goes let's go back to where we started so he gave the, he went through the, the history of tesla he brought the, the first roadster and then he had brought up the model s the model uh, uh x the, the model e and then he said then he put then on the back he had posters of like uh articles saying that electric cars are gonna die they're not worth it back in the day he goes let's fast forward 10 years yeah where and are then, they and then, it, then it says like volkswagen's doing this ford's doing this they're gonna all going all in electric right and then he talked about how um, he goes, this was the overall plan. He goes, our plan is not to beat these people. It's yeah. the, the plan is to get everyone involved in electric cars. He goes, this is, this is great. He's like, this, this is, is what I want. Like when you hear someone say that, I'm like, you think any other car company would be, the CEO would be saying that right now? Nobody. No, no. And the proof is in that they didn't when they could have. Yeah. The exactly. proof is in that GM was on that road. Yeah. Ford was on that road. Like electric and hydrogen were going to be the next two big motherfuckers. Yeah. And like, look what happened to lobby groups. Look what happened like the the oil companies. Mm-hmm. They all got together and crushed GM's car. Yeah. There's a candlelit vigil for the uh, for the that for was the, like the GM one called. Oh. It had a great name, but it was like the EV one, I think. Yeah, it was like something like that. Yeah, but it, yeah, like a cool like a cool futuristic name. But yeah. I mean, anyway, I mean, these cars were going to happen, but it was like like company greed and oil greed and fear and fear mongering yeah. destroyed this when it could have been done 15 20 years ago. Oh yeah, for sure. Who killed the electric car is a great documentary. Oh yeah, I would recommend everyone watch yeah, it. Everybody yeah, everybody watch that because you're going to get so angry. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are so many things happening in the world where like if we just got angry in the right way mm-hmm. about the right thing. And like, you know, kind of like you, like you always make the point where vote with your dollar and vote with your vote. Yeah. Like make 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 your dollar count and make your vote count. Yeah. Because that's how you're going to change things. And people just like fall in line normally. Oh, yeah. Like, like they always do. They're going to be like, no, I'm just going to key a Tesla instead. Yeah. Why? But, yeah. But the thing is <laughs> that. Loser. Yeah. That, but that's how, that's how things change is like when people are like. Yeah. They, they, when, they, when they're, 
when they're triggered by something that makes that means that that makes sense. Yeah. Not not the sense of just being triggered because it. Uh, it's a Tesla. I hate it. I'll keep it. Yeah. It's like or or like um, Star Wars. Like you know the patriarchy. Yeah. The nearest, the latest Star Wars doesn't like float your boat or whatever, right? Yeah. Um. So, but like, uh, but I mean, Martin like, Scorsese. Yeah. Like, but you like what's like you have to get angry when things are like uh, um, things things of importance. I'll tell you what. I've always had this running theory. Uh, the reason that we don't see real change mm-hmm. in in anything, and when it comes to like like uh, electric cars, the environment, racism, all the stuff, mm-hmm. there's too many good people in the way. Mm-hmm. Like there are actually people out there who are just good, like blind ignorance yeah. is bliss people, mm-hmm. and they're everywhere. Like I know tons of people who are just nice, who are who are older white people mm-hmm. who are not racist. Yeah. But they don't believe racism exists yeah. because they are not racist. Yeah, there are people who don't, you know, fill up their tank with these or fill up like a gigantic, fucking three hundred horsepower engine. So they're like, I'm not really contributing to environmental damage, therefore it can't be real. Mm-hmm. It's like there's all these good people out there who are just being good, decent people running around blindly. Oh yeah, eyes closed, mouth open. Yeah, just zoned out doing their thing. But there's but there's also like a lot of those people who are who are angry yeah and some of them are even in a position to do something yep but they just they just don't but they but they like to talk about it oh yeah so like but the majority of the good people will never get behind those people no no i mean that that the outliers that you're talking about Mm -hmm. are a small group that are trying to incite change like elon musk's like the 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 gretas they're out there trying to make change happen but there are so many good people in their mind i don't mean they're they're bad people really i'm not making like a joke out of them no they're actually decent normal blind the way the world works people yeah nobody's spying on my phone now it's fine i wouldn't spy on my neighbor why yeah. do they spy on me that's because ignor- china's that, a motherfucker and that, they're doing that, it that's ignorance is bliss again ignorance is bliss yeah and they're getting in the way of everybody who's trying to like make change happen yeah that's like because the way i was talking about before was that uh um they're, like they're they'll say they'll say what they want but yeah. they, but they're still like they don't realize that they're in the way of of, of progress oh yeah better term so that kind of reminds me of that uh, that line from rage against the machine uh be quiet or be free oh yeah yeah fucking man Who like everybody should listen federal to federal file God. don't you know the devil's finals well army of pigs try to silence my style oh my god <laughs> yeah you know what people should do right now go listen to bulls on parade yeah, and actually, like, read the lyrics. Yeah, or calm like the a library, bomb. Like, yeah, the mind cemetery. Go, yeah, yeah. Go, go listen to the go listen to Viet go listen to Vietnam. Go listen to the first Rage Against Machine album. The entire album beginning to end. It's 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 as a as a first album. And read the lyrics. It's one of the best first albums by a band I've ever heard in my it's life. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's inc- Rage Against Machine. Man, like I know we talk about like your love of Wu Tang and uh, and like you know Apocalypse again, all this other crap we listen to, and we talk about Muse a lot over here. Yeah, but even Trent. Trent Reznor, yep. but Rage Against the Machine. They're the shit. It's so fucking good. They're so good that like, what was it, six, seven months ago when that other rapper went and did uh, his version of Bulls on Parade? Oh, yeah. I got angry at him. Yeah. And it wasn't that bad of a version mm-hmm. either, but I was like, yeah, Zach Delaware comes back. Oh, yeah. Like, like, why would you even do this? You kind of suck because I hate you so much. I wasn't even giving him a chance because I love Rage Against the Machine so oh, much. Oh, yeah. Like, um, Know Your Enemy, oh, bull- God. Bullet in Your Head. And not like again, not just the radio show. Bomb shit. track, yeah. Like, Bomb track is fucking so good. Just go listen to Rage all the time. You would like, think, yeah, you get. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying, like for for right now, oh yeah, for this era of the world we live in, you could just like re-release all that shit. Oh yeah, and, that's, and it's all still super relevant. And that stuff came out in the early '90s. Early '90s, and it's still relevant. Man, like I'm like that like, yeah, it's like I can't, like, I'm like, having all these songs that just flash back in my head right now. And I'm like, 
Like, just, just thinking about Zach Delarocca on stage. He's, he's he's the best. God, he's so good. Yeah, like if if you watch the uh, uh I think it was that uh, where you see the bull in your head, the live version of it. Yeah, yeah. Like he, I I thought he if that if he was like ten years older, he would have had a heart attack. Oh yeah, because he is just he's, giving it. He's like, giving he's it. just giving it. Yeah, like like the, the just the uh the the beats, the funk, the guitar, the uh just the sounds makes me sad for modern music. Yeah, it's like it's it's every everything is there. Oh good lord. Yeah, that that they're one of those bands where like they have. Yeah, that band, that band. I believe their sound and their their sound and their messaging, their front, their front. Nobody man, since then, like no. I, honest to God, I don't think anybody had yeah. like since Rage Against the Machine had the same kind of impact. Like maybe for a little bit, you thought Incubus was going to get there. Mm-hmm. They're starting to get a little bit more political. They're yeah. starting to get a little bit more about like causes. Yeah, like they had like their lyrics are getting a little more uh, like yeah, in inside inside inciting and then insightful. What's insightful, the word? Yeah. Incendiary. They're starting to get a little bit more aggressive, and mm-hmm. then no. Yeah. I, guess, I can't. You, I can't think of who else could do it. You know, I, th- I think with Incubus is like they're they're just. Um, if you're gonna go down that route, you have to have like an edge to you. You do, man. Yeah, like even like like if you hear like if you watch Uprising by Muse, like if you watch yeah. it live, yeah, it's got like th- there's an edge to it, right? But like not, but but Rage, Machine, <laughs> Rage Edge, man. They're like they're on like the 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 the, the extreme. They're, they're like, still on the cutting edge of fuck youism. Yeah, <laughs> they're still on the cutting edge of you know what. You like you like that? Do you yeah. like that thing? Yeah. Well, you're stupid. Yeah. Well, fuck you. And here's why. Yeah. And they're like, and it's like, it's it's a, it's a hard rock funk sound, but oh. but Zach's like rapping is like Amarello. He's he's un- Jeez, unbelievable. He's the best. Just yeah. good lord. It makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me sad. Hey, uh, you know what else makes me sad? Mm. Two things. Willie Nelson put down the reefer. But I mean, he did it for health reasons. Well, he is still gonna like take uh take things for it. But I mean, Willie Nelson. Is, is that because is, he has a tube stuck up his? Uh, nah, I think he's. Mouth? It's because he's got like um. He had too many issues with like the actual the smoking of marijuana. Like, he's still gonna take edibles and do CBD. Oh, and okay. All stay right. healthy, but Willie Nelson is no longer an advocate for smoking marijuana. He talked a lot Fair about enough. it. Yeah. Um, and we actually have to tell people in 2019 that if you're pregnant, don't fucking smoke weed. There's a lady in uh, in the UK. Who heard doctors and like it became like a like a thing where people were talking about mm-hmm. like you you are smoking weed and you're going on to I think it was like the mirror or something like that mm-hmm. and she talked about how and she's like thirty years old and it cured her morning sickness yeah smoking weed while pregnant cured her so it's fine cured my morning sickness morning sickness it's fine uh-huh. I'm gonna smoke weed while I'm pregnant she's pregnant she's smoking weed I just I can't understand. Like I'm, I'm an advocate for anybody who wants to smoke marijuana. Go ahead and do it. I got no problem with that shit. If you're under 25, it's not the best thing for your brain. Yeah. So maybe go rock some CBD. Maybe stay away from the THC because it might make you a fucking psychopath. Yep. But at the same time, if you're an adult human being and you want to smoke it, go ahead, go nuts, man. Yep. It's legal. Light it up. Go crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you're pregnant, I mean, there's a lot of evidence saying your baby's gonna come out stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's not something you should be doing. When you're when you're pregnant and you want to be responsible when you're pregnant and you're pregnant, yeah, eat, like just consume put whatever you're putting in your body. Make sure it's good for your baby. Yeah, I can't believe I have to say that. Or maybe throw up for a little while. You chose to have a baby. Maybe just uh, vomit for a little bit. I know it can be hard on you. I know it's not the the best thing to be vomity in the morning sicky shit. Mm-hmm. Like you said, eat eat clean, eat clean, eat smart. Maybe just deal with it for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you want you want an all star to pop out. So yeah, you want an all star. Don't smoke marijuana. Do you remember what was it? Uh, you in my want, head, you don't, yeah, you don't want Willie Nelson popping. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't want like your baby's gonna look like Willie Nelson twenty nineteen. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's gonna look like. Yeah, how is he? Like, oh my god, it's a baby. Uh, 
what the fuck is wrong with his yeah, face? What's wrong with his face? Did you rake his face? <laughs> Why is he not crying or making sounds? Yeah. Or rolling over? Yeah, why does he have a guitar attached to his back? <laughs> why does he have a guitar attached to his back? <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the double ponytails? Good Lord. <laughs> why does he have a guitar attached? You're getting two points for that one. That was a gold comment right there. Oh, man. No, but it reminded me of, like, fucking, uh, was it was it Battle for Planet of the Apes? Well, uh, the one with Eric Braden? When he's giving the monkey the cigarette, yeah, it's yeah, a restorative. Yeah. Uh, smoke this; yeah. it'll make you feel good. <laughs> no, man, you don't. You don't do that shit. We've known you should be smoking things, marijuana or nicotine, for for fucking decades. And we're still, yeah, don't smoke anything. But she did have the best job stopper tattoos on her on her palm, on her wrists, on her on the backs of her hands. Mm. She had knuckle tattoos. So as soon as I saw her smoking, I was like, "Well, you're the one. If anybody's gonna do, yeah, it, exactly. You're, it's gonna be the broad of the knuckle tattoos." Who's telling me that weed is fine when you're pregnant? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so go nuts, fire it exactly. up. Exactly. Crazy. Yeah, your kid might have an eye in the middle, but like oh, it's hey, you got anything? Yeah, you had anything this week that you were fired um, up about? Aside from what we already kind of fired up on? No, it's just uh, I think um, nothing really happened in the news that I was concerned about because it's the same thing over and over again. It's like I don't want to talk about like uh, Trump had two undocumented workers working for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had a couple of illegals. Yeah, and there was also the uh, the Justin Trudeau thing when he uh, was just trash talking Trump in front of Macron. He wasn't like, really trash talking. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? That, that's like it's it's that's such a non-issue. It's like uh, stupid. Even though, yeah, and even Trudeau didn't didn't double down. Yeah, you know, sorry, he doubled down basically saying like, it's not a big deal. He's like, me and Trump are gonna hash this over. Yeah, like, but even what he said was like he just started with a fucking press conference and yeah, we all just yeah, there. it was like a forty minute press conference. And hey, Justin, was, why are you late? I'm like, because he started with a fucking press conference. I didn't yeah. even tell anybody about. It. Yeah, so like obviously his feelings were hurt, so he flew back to he flew back to the to the states. Um, then he made that comment. It's funny what I said there when I said he's two faced. Yeah, <laughs> like that's such a like it was a loser comment. Yeah, like there were the end that the followed after that um, was that uh, um, obviously from the CNN side uh, or the American uh, news media side is that yeah like uh, or even from like Seth Meyers or Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert I can't stand anymore. Um, is that uh, um, yeah they hurt his feelings. Trevor Noah yeah. said the same thing. Like his feelings were hurt. He he came back and stuff like that. Right, and then. Uh, then in Canada, the Jagmeet Singh and all, and Andrew Shear, like uh, they they had they were talking in front of the camera. Their whole cabinet was behind them, and they're like, uh, <laughs> and they're like saying like, "There's a lot of things to like Jagmeet Singh." And I was like, "You sing there," and he goes, "There's a lot of things we can make fun of Trump about, right?" But what you don't do, you don't do it on the world stage where all the leaders are there. Calm down. I'm like, "Fuck you!" You just that's just a, a, a like number one. They got him on a hot mic, kind of in secret. Yeah. While he was talking to two other world leaders, because you know what happened? I bet you they found that sound bite and they gave it to Jagmeet Singh. They're like, "Okay, we got something. We can be vocal about. So we do can this. We can have something on 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 uh, on Trudeau, right? Sheer, same thing, right? I'm like." You guys, you guys, like you're in no position to say anything. Yeah, no. Like, shut the hell up, okay? Like, Ugh. if Trudeau did, like, I don't give a shit if he did. Like, I'm not a huge Trudeau fan either, right? But who cares? I'm not waving his flag at all. But the truth is, you're in a meeting with a borderline madman. Yeah. Who just does whatever you want? Francis from PB's Playhouse or yeah. PB's Big Adventure. Yes. That's that's what Trump is. Trump yep. is Francis from PB's Big Adventure. Exactly. He wants PB's bike. Yeah. And he'll do whatever he can to take it. Mm-hmm. And then that guy goes out there when you're supposed to have a little sit-down meeting and just blows everybody's mind by being like, I'm going to talk for 40 minutes. Just rambling bullshit. Do you expect people not to talk about it? Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's out, of, it's out of control. Have you ever been late for a party because like one of your friends is stupid? Yeah. And like he's wasting your time. Yeah. But you can't leave because like he's also your ride. Mm-hmm. And then like you show up to the party late and everybody's like, what happened? You're like, fucking Steve's an idiot. That's what happened. Yeah. He's washing his hair for like tw- for 25 minutes. Like he I- brushed his teeth six times. Yeah. And then he told his parents that he didn't brush his teeth. Then he pooped for 25 minutes. Like, I don't know what's going on with that guy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's. Uh, his parents are flabbergasted. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think everything you with Trump now, it's like. It's all a clown show, man. Yeah, man. It, it, the thing is, too, is that I was talking to my uncle about this, and we're saying that, 
Um, the reason why, like, uh, uh, the reason why I, I, I want these impeachment uh, things to go through is because I don't want this to set a precedent. Well, that's what we we mentioned this. Yeah, times, so that, yeah. that's my that's my whole thing of like, if Trump, I'm not, I don't want Trump to get caught because I don't like Trump. No, I want Trump to get caught because you know what? It just shows that if this, he gets away with this, then the, who says the next president, the next person who does this? Mm-hmm. Democratic or Republican says that they can get away with it. Yeah, because what what that whole act, whether if it's proven proven if it, if it, they can prove it happened or did not happen, mm-hmm. regardless, saying like you know what this act is not allowed, so the buck has to stop. This has to stop somewhere. Well, I mean, the idea of treason in American government is a big one. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, treason is kind of like one of the. I mean, even like Viva Vendetta, right? Mm-hmm. They took the whole idea of treason and tried to roll it around and make it like an aim at Bush. Yeah. Like your high crimes and misdemeanors are actually war crimes, all that yeah. kind of crap, right? I mean, they're trying to tell that story then. So treason is big in their narrative. Yeah. Guns, treason, uh, the freedom of speech. So I, whatever it is. But anyway, the idea of treason is a big one for them. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Exactly. Yeah. They want to make sure that they didn't. And if this goes through as a, a treasonous act, as you were an American acting against America, mm-hmm. like with a foreign nation, and you you just say, nah, no, he wasn't. All that stuff's fine. Don't worry about it. Exactly, cool. yeah. That's so- all cool. And it just opens the door because like legal precedent is a big thing. Mm-hmm. If you start allowing this, next thing you know, like everybody's going to, not, I mean, that's, that's fear mongering in a way to say that well, everybody can do it. Yeah. But it allows that, it allows more leeway for this kind of shady shit to happen further down the line. And you exactly. don't, you don't want that to happen. Exactly. So I, I think like from, I think from the, the, the committee side is that, uh, like, not Trump side, but like not the Republicans, but they're saying, like, you know what? Uh, this is nothing, this this is nothing personal. This mm-hmm. is like, we're judging this based on uh, it's behavior. It's personal. No, like, I think deep down, it, deep down <laughs> it's it is super personal. But, but that's not, that's but you're not, right. I know where you're going. That's though. not driving the narrative. Yeah, that you're right. Yeah, you're so, absolutely right. Yeah, so like, I think what they're doing is like, you know what? Uh, this is what it is. Yeah. Because I think in, in most people's heart, if, if Trump was like a really, like, uh, if he was an honorable president, and was more respectful to other people and stuff. That's the kind of president that people want, right? If it's Trump, fine, right? But mm-hmm. like, like not everyone's gonna be agree upon like who's the best president or if this president is great. I've right? always felt like if he just kept his mouth shut from day one, yeah, no tweeting, no yep. nothing, mm-hmm. didn't go out there in front of the chopper and say all those loud crazy things yeah. about people out to get me with a witch hunt. Yeah, he didn't that, do any with, of that. With that Beatles wig on his uh, even dad, with yeah. the hair, man. Yeah. Even even with the hair, if his hair was always weird, and you could see the bald spot in his head. If he was the weirdest looking dude, mm-hmm. uh, because who cares, right? Mm-hmm. And he went out there and just didn't say all the weird, crazy shit. Hoax, witch hunt, no hookers, no no fucking porn stars. Even if he had the porn stars. Well, if he just kept his mouth shut the entire time, the yeah. camera's on him. Like, so uh, what's the, uh, the 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 Stormy Daniels thing? I don't know. It'll blow over. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where it we'll goes. We'll see. Yeah. Let's and he see. walked away. Yeah. Didn't say anything. Nobody would hate this yeah, guy. Yeah. The, the fact, the problem is, is that he's just, his, his, He's a loudmouth. Yeah, he's a loudmouth, egotistical yep. maniac. He's um, he's a uh, what do they call it? Megalomaniac. Megalomaniac, and it doesn't help the fact that he's fucking old too. Yeah, but even then, even if he is old and he just didn't say anything, like if he even like take into consideration how weird he looks, um, how old he is, mm-hmm. where he came from, all that kind of stuff, draft dodging, all that weird shit. Yeah. The the weird crap that he does in the back room with Epstein, all that stuff. Yeah, he, all of that was just him not talking about it, mm-hmm. not tweeting at all, super quiet. Nobody be freaking out. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I'm starting to like go away from like Trump and going into like uh, the guys that the who's the on the on the House committee. Yeah, yeah. like those guys like uh, Nunes and like <laughs> Jim, Jim Jordan. Jordan. 
your buddy love, Jim Jordan. I, I love Jim Jordan. He is such a maniac. He's such an idiot. He's oh my just god. Such a, he's way out there, man. Why doesn't he wear a jacket? I don't know, but there's isn't there like a Twitter <laughs> account, Jim Jordan's jacket. I guess like Jim Jordan's jacket's got a Twitter account. <laughs> and he's a body. <laughs> oh man, it's so weird. I don't know. I mean, that's just that's just how weird that shit yeah, is. Anything else? Uh no, not really. I mean, I can't. I think we hit everything. Let's see, we had uh, DMX and Steven Seagal have a new movie coming out. Can't wait to see that. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. It's called Beyond the Law. <laughs> and it's it's weird. The whole thing looks like it was it was uh, made on like a, an iPhone camera. And I think I'm being generous. Oh, man. It looks pretty rough. But Steven Seagal has got fight scenes in it. And they're all from the back. And they're all from like the nipples up. <laughs> so it's just him doing a bunch of moves. He does like a gun disarm in one. And then he like punches the guy in the throat. And then every time he's doing something... It's like the camera cuts and it's it's not Steven Seagal and it comes back and it is. He's oh, moving his man. hands around. Steven, Steven Seagal, like I like I, I still have love for Van Damme. Yeah. I, uh, Steven Seagal's love ended like years and years ago. Man, I okay. Here's my problem, and I've mentioned it here a few times with Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. I've actually in in the weird position I've had in this life, I've gotten to meet a couple interesting people. Mm-hmm. Just as out of out of fucking luck, sheer luck, crammed into it. Mm-hmm. I have not gone out of my way to meet these people. But I met a few guys, mm-hmm. two two in particular, and if you know me, I'll, I'll mention them there afterwards because they probably don't want me to talk about them, who have known Steven Seagal and, and worked with him mm-hmm. and done things with him. And they have always stuck, both of them, one does not like him at all, and the other one has stuck to his guns because he doesn't really know him well enough to be like, I can, I really fucking hate that guy, whatever. But they've always said, like, that guy actually has legit ability. Mm-hmm. He, he is... That I, that I don't doubt. I don't doubt that yeah. at all. He is exactly what he says he is. Mm-hmm. When he shoots the friggin' match heads, that's Steven Skull shooting a match head. Mm-hmm. His Aikido, is is all that stuff was was at one point highly skilled, highly functional, totally mm-hmm. real. But he's also like a madman. Yeah, he's... He's, 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 he's a madman. Yeah, I was watching some clips of his show where he's like a police officer or whatever. Yeah, the New Orleans he, one? Yeah, the New Orleans one, and he's busting in, and he's... I think he's trying to like... I think a lot of that was bullshit. I, I, you think it's, it's yeah, that, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Cause like, I think like he, he never speaks in like his, every time I hear him speak like normally is when he's on a talk show or yeah. like whatever. Right? He always has an accent. Yeah. Like in his movies, he's, it's always an Italian accent. Let's get that way about saying yeah. things. And now he has a, he has a New Orleans accent. I'm going to go find Richie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep coming back until someone tells me where Richie is. And then in this, <laughs> this fucking new. The new beyond the law. Yeah. Beyond the law. Where like, it's like, he talks about like, he talked like in a Cajun accent, basically, right? I'm yeah, like, that's weird, man. Do you realize that you're not Cajun? Ah, oh, he's a madman. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I'm I can't torn. Stand that when people like go into their go somewhere yeah, yeah. and they they just develop the uh, the the accent of the place they the go to, accent or the words that uh, they use there that they don't use here. Yes. And they they, they just want to they, they and then it, it somehow makes them cultured for some reason or in their head it does. In right? their head it does. It's a in, sickness. I think it's a it's a lack of self respect. I think you don't have enough faith in your own personality. Yeah. Like we knew a guy. We knew and then I. There are people listening who know who I'm talking about, and I hate doing shit like this. But we knew a guy who went to Australia and came back after being like born and raised in Canada. Yeah. Like a hard like Western Canadian dialect. Yeah. Went to Australia and came back with a thick. Australian accent after like two months, yeah, like summer some shit like that, mm-hmm. and just it never went away. And I, I was asking people too when I came back to the place where we were. I'm like, this motherfucker was was he Australian? I just didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like when he gets drunk, it drops. That's just not no. Yeah, I guess are his parents from Australia? Yeah, does he spend a lot of time with his parents now and they're Australian? And he just like he picked it up again. They're like, no man, that dude is born and raised in Canada. He just suddenly has a thick Australian accent. Yeah, I I would be like if that happened to me and I came back from Australia for a year. Yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like, mate, you gotta like, you wanna go do a podcast or whatever? <laughs> I I'd be like, I'd wanna if you, if you said like, what did you just call me? What, what did you did you just say? Are you adding cheers and mate to your your exactly. vernacular? I'm like shit. <laughs> I mean, like, you stop this shit. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta get that out. I'm like, I, I gotta like exercise that <laughs> shit out of my soul. There are there are certain things that you might say like if, if everybody I, around you says cheers all the time. Yeah, like, maybe I, you'll just adopt it. Yeah, and like as, as, I'll. I'll as a disclaimer, yeah, I, the people who uh, do do that, I have no problem with you personally. Yeah, I, you're, you're exactly it's, right. It, yeah, I don't I, hate you as exactly. a human. I'm like keep saying it if you want to, but it, that's it, on you. I, I, I just think it's I just, I think, just it, think it's weird. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah this thing is weird. Yeah, and like those that like what we don't know, but we do know about Canada yeah. is like Canadian accents are regional. Yeah, we sound the way we sound in Western Canada, in Alberta especially. Yeah, a certain way. Yeah, if you go and, to if you go to Newfoundland. Totally different. Totally different. I was uh, I was in Thailand last year, or not last for the wedding, and the Strangler's wedding in sixteen, and yeah. me and Handsome Dan and uh, and Ghost were on a boat, and a dude is looking at us, and he's like, "So like, were you guys, are you guys like from Canada? Like, yeah, we're from Canada. You guys do not sound Canadian. Like, well, you know about that." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, like it's regional, man. It's regional. It's regional. Like we don't all sound like we all kind of say certain words the same way. Yeah. Like, sorry." Yeah, we don't say sorry, we say sorry. Sorry. Like, there are certain things that come out, but for the most part, like, the the accent is very regional, right? Yeah. And it's the same for Australians. So when you're faking an Australian accent, when you're faking a British accent, somebody from Australia or somebody from the UK is going to be like, what are you trying to do, pal? Yeah, what are you trying to do? Uh, Somebody called me on it one time. We were working in the bar, and uh, one of our buddies, he's got a friend from the, or a family member from the UK. And I always do, like, that Cockney accent when being a bit of a dick. I used to write in. It's all good. And he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's all over the map, right? So he introduces me to this cousin of his, and she's like, you're clearly not from anywhere near the UK. Mm-hmm. Mate, your accent's all over the place. Yeah. Like, even that's probably all over the place. Yeah. It's fun for an untrained ear. So I could not imagine, like, how much of an asshole this dude would have sounded like coming back from, like, two months of vacation yeah. and having a thick Australian accent. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I always I always call it, like, I, I'd like, I don't do it now, but, like, like the, uh, I'm like, it's the washroom, not the loo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like uh, I'm lining up for a coffee and I'm not queuing up for it. <laughs> queuing up for a, I'm not queuing up for a cuppa. Yeah, I'm not queuing up to go to the loo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need you to stop saying cuppa. Yeah, a cuppa. <laughs> I need you to stop saying cuppa. Yeah, but you know, teach their own. Teach your own. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it, buddy. All right. I had a few other things like um, I guess we could hit it sooner or later, later on, later. Nope. What is know. it right now? Uh, James Bond. The trailer came out. Yep. Teaser. Not too bad. Not too. It's bad. pretty good. It's okay. Um, I think people were giving a lot of heat for the Black James Bond or the Black Bond or the I Black Double Seven. Because I, I, I know, I like her. I, I know what that what that's all about. Yeah, it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. It's she's not Bond. She's not Double Seven for very long. So don't no, no. It. But at the same time, I do like that it's she's different. She's Double Seven. Yeah. And Bond is like, what is going on? Are yeah. you taking my name too? Yeah. Like it's a little bit weird. And then I was doing like a little bit of research in because I was like curious. Not research. I was just like reading some shit about Bond, mm-hmm. and especially about how like uh, everybody's freaking out that Daniel Craig is getting older. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he's still I think older. Than Sean Connery was on his last two outings. Yeah. Like Never Say Never Again. And then I think he's like 52 or 53. Around there. Yeah. I think Daniel Craig is like 51. Yeah. But like age doesn't, like 51 no. doesn't look like 51 no, from no, 40 no, years ago. 40 years ago. Now people are like, look, like, look at us. Look how old we are, right? Yeah. We would be, in, in the way we look now, 30 years ago, yeah. we would be, we would have to look almost dead at oh, our yeah. age now. Yeah. People still think I'm 25. Oh, oh, really? Well, not anymore. That really? You're gonna walk around with your chest out now, are you? No, no. Just because my beard. You now people think like, oh yeah, you're. Now funny. they think you're 45. Yeah, you have, you have tons of gray hairs. So uh, like, yeah. it's fine, man. I got a lot grown in there too. Yeah. But then I was reading about how Michael Gambon, 
they were going to get him after Lazenby for uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Yep. And he told them, I'm too out of shape and I'm not going to do I it. I know the story, yep. Like, that's a pretty fun, like, that's pretty self-aware. Mm -hmm. They're offering you the superhero of the UK movie franchise history, like, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. James Bond, at that time, was James fucking Bond. Yeah. Michael Gambon's like, nope, I'm out of shape. I'll not be playing Bond. Yeah. I'll grow up and play Bumblebore, whatever the fuck his name is. And I bet you anything he did that because he's a huge Bond fan. Probably. Yep. He probably is. He's like, fuck that, I'm not ruining this franchise. franchise. Yeah. But uh, I was pretty impressed with that. I thought that was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. And that's really it. I thought that was hilarious. And uh, we hit everything. What else? One no, more, uh, one more thing. We got the pedo guy. Oh, somebody fell for the Sims scam. A 20-year-old. Like a 23-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The, yeah. the Sin scam where the they, scam, yeah. they call you up from Revenue Canada. I got that message, too. I got Did that on my phone. Yeah. This, they, gave me, uh, they gave me a link. They give you a link to go to. Yep. She picked the phone up. She's 23 years old. This just goes to prove that anybody can get fooled by it. Yep. She is 23 years old. People, some one, one lady in my family in Vancouver got got uh, got nailed by it. She got nailed by it. Yeah. This is like what we're doing here is a is a is a public service. Public service. It's a PSA. Yeah. They called her and said that they were part of the Service Canada and that he was an RCMP constable named yep. Steve Rogers, so Captain Canada. And then they made her go around town picking up gift cards from Google Play and then sending him the serial numbers because that was like going to be the most, uh, I guess, like the most secure. Oh, there you go. Your tax refund return from Revenue Canada is about to expire. Deposit your return below. That's some bullshit. It's not going to be Canada.Return.NCF. I'll tell you that much. What's, okay, well, how should I reply this? <laughs> I would just block it. <laughs> I would block it, report it, archive it. Okay, I'm going to go fuck you and then block it. There you go. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, 23 years old, not an old, like, m like inept person by any means. I didn't mean to make the, the wiggle sound for the head to make somebody <laughs> seem weird. That, that's, that's mean. No, that's good. Fuck you, you fucking fucker. And then uh, send. And then send. And block number. And block number. But I mean, instead of doing that, she picked it up. Um, they scared her. So that that freaked her out. And then she went around town because they, they, he stayed in line with her. Yeah. And she went around town and like maxed out her credit cards. Um, for like four grand getting Google Play gift cards and then sending him the serial numbers and then the next day he was supposed to call her back and give her a new SIN number and he obviously never did because it was all fake. Oh no. But this is a, a young person who we would think should be in the know for these kind of things. I mean nobody from Service Canada is going to get you to get Google Play gift cards. No. This is not going to happen. So that's I mean you just got to be more aware. You have to be more you have to be more responsible for becoming smarter online or on the phone or to scams, or in right? person, yeah. Or in person. There's just things that, like, just the, the PSA out there. Just be be smarter about your... Yeah. Somebody calls you up and says, they're from Service Canada, send us Google Play gift cards. Yeah. Tell that guy to hit the fucking exactly. road. Yeah, t yeah. T t ask, him if he, like, how, ask him how much information he has on you. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, who are you calling from? Yeah. And be like, and get, get, and tell, tell their manager to get on the phone. Well, clearly this is, yeah. like, a, like, the idea of phishing, right? You yeah. put a lot of lines out there and somebody's going to bite. Exactly. Like, somebody just won't get it and they'll get freaked out because they called her and told her that somebody rented a car in your name in Toronto and we found it and it's covered in blood. Mm -hmm. And then she lost her shit. She's like, I don't know what's going on. So obviously now they've got her off. Yep. She's now off her game. Mm -hmm. And even even though she's a young, smart, with it kind of person, she is off her game. And that's when he kind of starts throwing her too much information, mm -hmm. freaks her out, and gets her to do a bunch of crap when she's scared. Yep. And that got her. Yeah. But that's, uh, hey, don't send people Google Play money. Yeah. The, the only people you owe, like, just pay, pay, pay as much as you can with cash. Like, just uh, don't, uh, don't, Keep yourself like protected at all times. If someone says like, ask if, if you get that message over the line or someone calls you, yeah, be like, why didn't you send a letter? 
Yeah, you until, I see a letter, until, yeah, until I see a letter, I'm not answering anything. Yeah, and then exactly. Yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. If somebody calls you and tells you they got you, tell them you got them. Exactly. I got you first, fucker. Yeah, ex- and you know what? Even if you're aggressive or yeah. you're uh, you're cursing or you're just like, you know, being jokey about it, mm-hmm. they're getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And then maybe somebody sends you a letter in the mail from like Revenue Canada. You just be like, oh, you know what? I just thought that. Yeah, I thought like, it was a scam. Yeah, but it's ECRA, This is 2019, man. Like it's 2019. I thought it was a scam. And be like, uh, but I, I and talk to your accountant. Just be like, where did your taxes? Talk to your accountant. Exactly. It is better to ask forgiveness. Yeah, exactly. It's easier. <laughs> yeah, it's be- it's easier to be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you forgive me for being such a dick? Yeah, no, and if, if it's true, just be like, you know what? If any way, can you contact the person that I was so rude to and uh, tell them my apologies? Yeah, tell, I, uh, tell them I'm sorry. Because I'm sorry. I uh, this is an on this is this could be this could this could have turned out way worse. Uh, it could have turned out way worse. Yeah. I could have sent some schmuck <laughs> Google exactly, Play money. Yeah. So you should be happy that I'm taking your advice exactly. and calling out scams. Yeah. Oh, that's about it, pal. All right. Um, I would imagine, like I've been saying that for a while now, because we have like a new five-minute cut of music that plays over the last bit of the show. Yeah. That that's been going on for a while. And I would also imagine that um, you're probably going to do your bit, like the the piece of thing that you say. Peace out? Yeah, that's uh, to end the show. Peace out. Cool. Cool.